Damn, it's already 7.58. Gosh, time is flying, even on the Well, show. yeah, yeah. No, I know. Ooh, just, it's not time. Time flies. Dear goodness gracious. Friday the 13th. Yeah, we're going to talk about Starbucks. You shouldn't go there mm-hmm. unless you support terrorism. I'm sorry. I'm saying it. Yep. <laughs> go, go do what you want. But every time you take a sip, you're think so- of Hamas. Yep. You're supporting Sorry. And I'm trying to be that, once again, I differentiate between the innocent people yeah. who are Palestinian. Mm-hmm. There's Palestinians for Hamas. There are Palestinians who are against Hamas. Unfortunately, in 2023, uh, there's so many layers to everything, just like this country. There really is. There are... Yeah. Driving in here, it even felt like it was Friday the 13th. It's all right, Benny. It wasn't your fault. There's a group of Palestinians. We'll get into it here in just a second. I didn't even hear about it yesterday. I don't drink Starbucks myself, but some of my kids do. And occasionally I get like one of those. Here, we'll get. Yeah, we'll start this. That'll be our first story. We'll we'll get or in a second. We'll get into it. Well, the NFL got what they wanted last night. They sure did, didn't they? Travis Kelsey had like 11 catches, so we got to see a bunch of Taylor yep. Swift. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, Kelly Mano, social media superstar, is coming in the 9 o'clock hour today. She uh, she doesn't like football. She never did. The only reason she got involved in football is because Taylor Swift. She's one of the people that said... and. The only reason the NFL continues to do this under so many storylines is because the uh, ratings have skyrocketed for Chiefs games. Skyrocketed. And guess who's watching? More women than have ever yes. watched before. Ever. Uh-huh. And because it's drama. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well yeah. Let's drama. And, of course, they play right into it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chiefs are the new um, Patriots. The NFL wants them to do well. Mm-hmm. Then you got a guy. Then you got a guy. Funny. Are you talking about Trailer Swift? Yeah. Trailer. It was so funny, too. But they, what's interesting about that, too, is I saw an interview yesterday with Travis's ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Real pretty black woman, model. But she's trying to she's trying to jump in on her five minutes of fame. Yeah. Well, why would you? Yeah. Uh, she's, I'm getting death threats from Swifty fans. Oh, my. They're going to kill you with a bracelet. <laughs> Shame on you. You're Travis's ex. Oh. Um, you know what else she said? It was funny. It was bizarre. Bizarro. Bizarro. Uh, um, she did not have good things to say about Mr. Kelsey. Oh. Mm-hmm. Not at all. <clears throat> but it sounds like it's a script of ex-girlfriends for boyfriends. Uh-huh. It does. <laughs> it sure does. You're narcissistic, you cheater. All about yourself. Oh, good. <laughs> um, yeah, 
he has. All right, let's rock and roll. Let's get the show going. It's a Friday, free for all Friday. We have some fun this morning, as always. Um, I promise you, Lizzie will not be talking about balls until Kelly Mano gets in. At least she may want to talk about Nick Bosa's Ball. balls, footballs, footballs. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Kelly Mano said that she did not like football until Travis Kelsey and mm-hmm. Taylor Swift became an item, and then now it's led her to another NFL player. Oh, okay. And she's like, holy shit, this guy is the sexiest beast oh my. <laughs> of a man. She is mm-hmm. She's single. We got to get her out to, uh, let's just say he plays on the West Coast. So we got to get him out. Gotta we got to get her out to the West Coast to meet him. She'll have to put volume in. Before he could hold back. her with a finger <laughs> up in the air. All right, let's get rocking and rolling. You know what we do? It's time to get the, the show started. Cancel the show. Dot com. Hey guys, welcome into the show. It's Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust. Lizzie Sparks, ready to rock and roll. That's when you hit her 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 key button. So we'll do it again. Vic Faust here. Lizzie Sparks also with me. I'm messing with... Oh. <laughs> I was messing with Greg. He's on uh-huh. the board today. Yeah. Greg Carell. can't handle the truth, Greg. LaRock. Balls. The balls. There you go. There we go. Can we do it again? I'm Vic Faust, and also with us, Lizzie Sparks. Pauls. <laughs> Greg, you rock. La Rock. La Rock. It's Greg La Rock. Projo in the house as well. Uh, 820, Jacob Williams. He's sitting by waiting. Um, Jen Z, Patriot. We're going to talk to him. What, what are we going to talk to Jacob about? Well, we're going to talk to him primarily about the um, UAW strike out in Wentzville. I heard of that. All the details. There was a strike, right? It's over, though, right? Well, he'll let us know. He'll let us know all the details. And then he can let us know what it's like to be his age and be a patriot. Oh, what is it? I want to ask him what a patriot means. Jacob, can you hear me? Okay, I want you to define... Patriot, because I think I asked Lizzie this at one point in time. I, I can can't remember. I answer it very succinctly. Okay. I want to ask Jacob, what is a patriot mm-hmm. for a 20-something? 20-something, right? Yeah. We'll talk to him in just a second. All right. Canceltheshow.com, Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central. But you can catch all of our episodes, our library, original content, canceltheshow.com. News, news headlines, politics, cancel culture, education, uh, business Fridays. We're free for all. Fun show today. That's what we try to do. We're going to talk a little serious here. And then, of course, we'll have a lot of fun in the nine o'clock hour. Kelly Mano, social media superstar, joining us in studio. We'll talk about her upcoming first concert with Kiss. That is an absolute riot. She'll explain the difference between Gen Xers and Gen Zers when it comes to water. 
and what the different and what happened in the past, what's going on now. Um, her love of a new NFL player because of she was a huge, huge, huge Taylor Swift fan. Mm-hmm. So she's only gotten interested in the NFL now because of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Yeah. And then she found this beast of a man. This beast of a man with yes. thighs that are only God given; they cannot be obtained in a gym. <laughs> <laughs> As if Zeus created the perfect man oh. for Kelly Meadow with a beard as well. Oh. Anyway, uh, Eric Johnson is back in studio. He'll be here in about 15, 20 minutes or so. So as you can see, we are absolutely packed. Lots to get to. Real quick, um, your Taylor Swift, uh, Travis Kelsey update. Travis Kelsey had 11 catches last night, hoping the Chiefs beat the lowly Broncos. I despise the Broncos. Sorry, Broncos fans. I know there's a lot of them out there. You have one of the worst teams in football. <laughs> The Chiefs barely won last night. They did win 19-8. So every time Travis would catch a pass, not every time, many of them, we'd see a picture mm-hmm. of Taylor Swift. And this whole thing, she was sitting next to mom again last night as if she's the wife. Yes, just real chummy. It's so- I mean, either Taylor Swift is really good. You know, We know she wanted an acting career. Correct. And allegedly, rumor had it, she started to really become left because she was trying to get into Hollywood. Mm-hmm. She wants to be an actor. Yeah, she does. Or an actress. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's playing the part, but if she's playing the part, she's playing it well, or this woman is in love with the Travis Kelsey Meister. Um, anyway, so Chiefs won last night. Big game there. Also, it was interesting. Just everybody wants their five minutes of fame. Just stop it. Travis Kelsey's ex-girlfriend. Can't think of her name. Beautiful black woman model. Um, they broke up. She thought she was going to be with Travis forever. Forever. She got somebody to put her on TV because, as we all know, it's what's happened to a lot of media. Oh, let's find the salacious stuff because that's what Americans like. Unfortunately, it's Americans' fault. Um, I really thought I was going to be with him forever. The death threats are there from Swifty. Why? Why would Swift fans want to murder you? Seriously, how stupid does that sound? They're, They're a different breed. She goes on to say, well, Travis Kelsey is very narcissistic. Very. Um, then that reporter goes, did he cheat on you? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's you women asking these questions, Lizzie. Oh, I, well, yes, 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 he cheated on me. I really don't know Taylor. Um, <laughs> I have no problem with him, those two being together. And then she goes, but I had him first. <laughs> okay. okay, okay, okay. Just because you have you him win. first doesn't need you, you keep him in the end. Oh, Lord. You win. <laughs> I had him first. Mm-hmm. I don't care whatever they're doing, but I had him first. Okay. There you go. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. Crazy, crazy stuff. So that's that. All right. We're going to get more into that coming up at 9 o'clock hour. Um, more serious side when it comes to the um, Israel story, the Israel situation. Um, FAFO when it comes to Israel and what's about ready to happen. Mm-hmm. Um Israel has told everybody, get the F out of Gaza. Talking about 1.1 million people, citizens, because they're going to do some damage. Mm -hmm. It's damage control time. It's trying trying to smoke out the cockroaches and kill them. And that's what they plan on doing. And this is not going to be quick. It's not going to be light. It's going to be long. It's going to be heavy. And they're telling people, get the hell out. Mm -hmm. They're warning them. Get out. Yeah. Giving them a heads up. It's the opposite of you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Uh-huh. This one's the opposite. You can't stay here. We don't you know better not. You better not be going home. So get the hell out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
hostages still remain. American hostages still remain. The death toll continues to rise. Um, the horrible situation is still there. Now you see a situation developing where, oh, here we go. Iran now hints at the fact that if Israel continues to bomb and goes, quote, overboard, it's going to bring other countries into the mix, mm -hmm. as if this wasn't planned. And now, Egypt has even come out and said, we gave Israel and the United States three days warning. Isn't that interesting? Egypt has come out and said, we gave the United States and Israel three days warning that this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. What have we talked about on this show? We try to be a couple days in advance, try to be out there in the front of everything. None of this has made sense from the start. 1,500 of the worst terrorists just standing by a wall. Yeah, we're going to go in. Mm -hmm. Nothing to see here. Nobody notices us. Three days warning is what has now been reported. Allegedly, Israel did not take the warning seriously. Oh, we got this. Yeah, we got this everything's all right almost as if the trojan horse being brought inside the city walls everything's fine mm. oh look at this people love us i'm not going to go away from this i believe israel knew it was coming mm -hmm. i believe they knew that it could help them go after whatever and i know that's a horrible thing to think about mm -hmm. there's no way in hell that intelligent intelligence department that they have did not know well and did there's you, no way in hell and, and you know why i agree with you on that the area that they went which most places are not even televising all of the children and the women and the men that were abducted and raped and all of that would be equivalent to what would be here in the united states would be like a hippie commune did, did you know all that? Where where they went and got all these people. I thought it was odd. Were they just marching up and down the street and just you know going on 5th Street or Main Street in your town and just pulling people out? They went to like a <clears throat> vegetable commune. Yeah. Glenn says World War III. A lot of this stuff lines up. Unfortunately, it does. Of course, this is a podcast. We're a live cast. Love it when you guys get involved with the show. Yes, most of our people listen or watch mm -hmm. after the hours of 8 to 10 a.m. Central. However, for those of you who are live, you help make the show. It's a about you guys. We love it when you jump in with your comments, not only to us, but to each other. And we try to get that information out there as much as we can. So this is going to continue to go on. Israel is not going to stop. We already know these sides hate each other, mm -hmm. despise each other. There is no peace. There's no peace coming. There just isn't. Nope. And the only way peace would come is after generations live and die off mm -hmm. and people didn't know anything about the past. And then still, there would be issues because you study history. Correct. So we know that that's the case. Okay. Now you have other countries looking for an opportunity maybe to get in. Mm -hmm. Israel is going to bomb the shit out of that place, and they are not going to stop, especially after seeing their loved ones dead. Mm -hmm. How about Americans being dead, held hostage? So all of this stuff is not good. It is not, not good. Um, Aaron says, Hamas POWs have been found to have a 13-page manual, as well as with intel, targets, and instructions that are telling interrogators the plan for hostages was women and children mm -hmm. to dirty them, rape them. Um, we're going to continue to talk about those things. Now, it is interesting how there are so many people in the United States around the world that have... No, they'll say, well, they may not speak out 
against Hamas, they'll go, well, the violence isn't good. But how many sympathizers there are? Gosh, there's a lot. Well, they had a right. Even if Israel was 100%, quote, occupying them, which they're not, we can debate that all day long. Even if they were doing this, you can't go in and do what you just did. No. There's no excuse. Now, it's Tom Brady even had a comment. Tom Brady was even going against him. Mm. Justin Bieber tweeted pro-Israel and was getting ripped up and down by people. Americans. Then you have Starbucks. Yes, Starbucks. Okay, let me break this down for you. Starbucks Workers Union, they are expressing solidarity with Hamas. Mm -hmm. I repeat, the Starbucks Workers Union is expressing solidarity with Hamas. Do you need to know anything else about Starbucks? Do you like that coffee? Are you addicted so much that you want to go back to Starbucks and get your latte, get your pumpkin spice? Do you give a shit? Do you care? That'll be a question for you guys. You can decide with yourself if you want to go back. Um, you're talking about Hamas orchestrating the worst terrorist deadly day on Israeli soil since the Holocaust. And you have the workers union for Starbucks coming out and saying, we back Hamas. That's crazy. Now, the social media tweet was deleted, <clears throat> of course, but they came out and expressed solidarity with Palestine and they said that they're Boston's long-lived Palestinian resistance. They're having an event, and it's going to take place Monday. They also mentioned additional information regarding the protest in favor of Palestine. The Hamas attacks. And they've also encouraged other unions and the chapters in Boston, Chicago, and Iowa to follow suit. If Starbucks doesn't fire every one of those people mm -hmm. who is in that union then how can you trust what Starbucks is all about? I, I totally <clears throat> agree with you. The problem is, is if you ever walk into <clears throat> Starbucks and you see the people who are actually behind the counter... I don't... I I don't go to Starbucks. There was, I don't either. However, I have been there recently because one of my kids talked me into it, and I was shocked at what was behind the counter. I mean, it was like I wouldn't even want to drink or eat anything by how their hygiene and stuff looks. Oh. So, no, I'm not kidding. Oh. So, so if you would have all those sorts of people, they're going to have to fire everyone. Most of their workers are like that. Yeah, we're going to have to ask Eric about that. I agree, Glenn, because he loves the Starbucks, yeah, that's for sure. let's ask him what he thinks. Okay, soon. then <clears throat> we have this situation, and this scares me once again. I don't care if you're at some Ivy... Oh, I get to go to Ivy League school. And I know, I told you guys, I have two friends who go to Harvard. Harvard is half the school it used to be. Mm -hmm. Screw Harvard and all of their over-the-top political agenda and not being worried about truly educating some of the top younger students in the world. You've heard about the Harvard statements. They came out totally pro-Palestinian, Hamas. Then the president comes out two days later and kind of tries to lessen it and disassociate it. This is genius by pro-Israel and pro-Israeli agendas. They drove a truck around the Harvard campus mm. with a billboard reading the names, digital names, of every student that signed the petition for pro-Hamas in the attack. So... You go out and do that stuff. Yeah, the group puts their name out there and starts driving around campus. Well, one of the leaders, the guy who wrote it, 
I didn't know who Joe Malone is. Allegedly, she is a massive perfume mega business person. Uh, here's their picture. Well, she's a perfume giant. Her name is Joe Malone. Okay, so here you go. That's the son on camera left. His name is Josh Wilcox. And he is the leader of the undergraduate Palestinian Solidarity Committee. Look at him. That's your guy. He's leading the Palestinian Brigade for Harvard. Ugh. Well, his mom spoke out about the war in the Middle East, but guess what they failed to do? She refused to even mention her son. She refused. She's not given the tough love to the kid that needs it. She's making excuses. Once again, another problem with America today. Mm -hmm. Kids can do no wrong. And it's hard for us as parents when we have to accept the fact that, yes, our kids did do something wrong. Correct. It's one of the most difficult things that you'd have to do. Here's what she said after her son wrote this pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas letter representing Harvard after those attacks with women being raped, murdered, kids in cages, abducted, Americans killed. And this well-to-do silver spoon person writes this, and then mom comes out and says this, we as a family are heartbroken by the events of recent days and strongly condemn all forms of violence. We as a family are heartbroken and we're doing our best. The abhorrent attacks on innocent people on Saturday in Israel is beyond what any family should endure. These students are now learning what it means to be held accountable for their own actions as a pro-Israel group is driving a truck around Harvard's campus displaying their names of those who signed the letter. Never even came out against her son. No. Not, and she wants know. Americans to buy her products? Wow. Never, almost in solidarity with her son. Yeah. Josh Wilcox. So now Josh has his name on a board um, that's being, can we pop that picture back up, Greg? I would love it when you see it. And you can get an idea what truck, what the truck looks like that's driving around. There's a little truck that they included mm -hmm. when they go around. So I had never heard of Joe Malone I'd perfume. I, yeah, I've, I've never heard of it. But allegedly, um, it's a massive business, the Joe Malone. I mean, wow. $110 for a small little bottle. I mean... Well, I hope anybody that's our listeners can pass that on, that we don't want to buy Joe Malone's little bottle of 50 Are you saying we need to cancel Joe Malone perfume? Just don't buy it, and it'll cancel it itself. So, we'll continue to talk about the Israeli situation maybe a little bit later as well. Um, but we wanted to at least get this information out there, that this is what's happening. Elites, once again, it's elitist who are mm -hmm. doing this. Elitist and most times left. Um. Which is good because we're going to talk with Jacob. He's going to be coming in studio here um, to get maybe a different perspective. But am I am I off base? No, I think you're. Am right. I off? I mean, it just rubs me the damn wrong way. Yeah. Number one, if that's what you want to go learn about and back Hamas, go for it, Josh. Go for it at Harvard. Yeah. But no. then people are going to call it out as well. 
And then mom doesn't even rip her son for doing that. And that's and that <clears throat> is a great point that you're making. There's so so many times our our kids may do things that we do not agree with, but you can't stay silent. You might hurt little Johnny's feelings that about Joshy in this case. Okay, little Joshy's feelings, but you have to say, Josh, what do you think about say he has a sister or a girlfriend? Would you like her raped? Do you understand that? Just that on the surface level. And then go back to why this is all happening. You have to teach your kids. But you said it. Parents do not want to hurt their little kids' feelings. And you it have has to say something. Yeah. It is. It's This is Cancel This, canceltheshow.com. We try to get out ahead of these stories. So there's a lot that's still going on there. Um, still to come, we're going to talk about the, I mean, I don't know if it's a disaster, but the Republicans still trying to find a House Speaker. Mm-hmm. Stephen Scalise stepped down because he wasn't going to be able to get the votes. Does that mean Jim Jordan's coming back or somebody else? We'll get into that. Um, but we're grateful to have Jacob Williams with us in studio today. Uh, Jacob, Thanks for taking the time. You're uh, you're a UAW member, right, in the Missouri area. So, are you working right now? Uh, no, we are on strike. Okay, okay. I, we got guys. Got to get his mic on, his man. Mic's not on. When you have guests, we have to have mics on. Um, so, Jacob works with the UAW. Um, you guys are on strike right now. Um, you're a twenty-something year old. We thought you'd be a great guest, and we're grateful that you gave us some time today. First of all, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do with the UAW. Uh, I'm I'm a uh, a line worker. <clears throat> I help out with the assembly. Um, I've been all over the plant. Uh, currently, I'm in Trim. Um, been there for eight years since 2015. Um, but yeah, currently we're on strike. Uh, so we've been out for a few weeks, um, enjoying my time off, but also missing the paycheck. Um, <clears throat> and also, thanks for having me on. What's that like, though? What what kind of uh what kind of feelings do you have? Because I'm, I, I know that there, I know a worker who does that wish that you guys weren't striking, and then I know other ones that you know, hey, this is what we've got to do. Absolutely. I mean, nobody wants to be on strike. I mean, you know, everybody enjoys the time off because we've had we've had years of six day work weeks until just recently. But um, but again, like nobody nobody wants to miss out on on money. You know, every everybody these days are living pretty much paycheck to paycheck if you're you know working class and if not you know you're you're not living you know well above your means so so missing out on any money is is unfortunate for all of us um but it's it's always it's it's worth it you know we've we've at least in the years that i've been working there the the contracts that we've gotten have been disappointing to you know to say the least so if if staying out and missing out on the money and and putting ourselves back a little bit is going to help us in the future, it's it's always going to be worth. No it. strike pay. No, we get strike pay. We do, and actually, um, uh, this year they raise the strike pay so that we can afford to be out longer, and it won't it won't hurt everybody's pocketbooks nearly as much as as the previous strike. Real quick, one more other question on that: Have you heard people say those workers are selfish and stingy? Who else is getting? once 40% raises or 50% raises in a short amount of time when very soon there's going to be so many illegal immigrants willing to take those jobs for half the money that you and your coworkers are working for now. Have you heard that sentiment out there? And what do you think when that is put out there? Oh, absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> I've, I, I'm fairly active on Facebook, and I, you know, whenever I see anything about the strike or anything re- revolving around us, I, I try to look through the comments and see what the, you know, what the general, you know, the public 
feels about it. And for the most part, a lot of people are on our sides because people understand, you know, wages have not kept up with inflation. You know, we, have, we haven't had raises, we, you know, even especially since COVID with everything, you know, doubling in price, especially food and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't know. I don't understand the people that that say that asking for a raise like that is too much or is, is greedy because again, like who, who else is keeping up with inflation? And the 40% isn't just an arbitrary number that we pulled out of a hat. Um, in, in 2008 and 2009, whenever we, whenever we helped out the, the big three GM in my case, um, whenever we helped them out with their financial hardships, we gave up the cost of living adjustments. And if we hadn't, well, let me rephrase that. We temporarily gave it up so that they can get back on their feet, but then it was supposed to be reinstated when, when they got, uh, when they financially recovered and they were profitable again, but it was never given back. So we are roughly 40 to like 45% behind pay if we hadn't given up those concessions. And that's why we're asking for it back. It's not because, you know, we, we again, we didn't just pick a number out of a hat. There's, there's a reason we're asking for that number particularly. Uh, we're talking with Jacob Williams. He is uh, a 20 something year old working for GM UAW worker. Um, do you feel as if the companies are really doing well from the auto industry? Because all reports that we see in the general public are, they haven't really recovered. And now the whole electric vehicle is, it's not working for any of the companies and that disaster is on the horizon. No, ab absolutely. They've, um, They've been bragging about record profits okay. almost since I started working there. I, I haven't seen the, and granted, I wasn't there in, you know, 08, 09, whenever, whenever they had the financial hardship. So I don't know what that looked like, but everything that I've seen since I've been working there year after year has been, you know, breaking records. We had more profit this year than the previous year, whether, you know, 10, 20%, I don't know the, the actual numbers on that, but I haven't seen, um, I haven't seen anything saying that they aren't doing financially well for themselves. Even over, even during COVID, whenever we had layoffs and we weren't working, GM was was making more profit than they were whenever we were on the line making the vehicles. And I have a question for you. It seems to me, as you know, we're a conservative show, and so even on our chat line today and other times, people are split even in the conservative realm, about is the strike good, is the strike not good? And I was kind of like that at the <clears> beginning, too. Thought, you know, you probably are asking too much. And then I sat down with with some conservatives and actually went, when Cori Bush was out there, went and talked to some of the workers. Some of them were Democrats. But I have a lot of friends that are conservatives that kind of set me straight. Could you set some of the people straight that are like, you know what, you're being greedy. Um, why are you even doing this? So what happens? Okay, so now you're striking. So let's break it down. So you're striking right now. Explain some of the work conditions that you guys have to work under. And is it true that like sometimes the women go and the bathroom is not even clean or oh, working? absolutely. Yeah, so could you explain why from a conservative bent, why other conservatives should understand why you're striking? I have a lot of conservative friends that work there that are like, you're not understanding. If you're just saying I'm being selfish and I'm just being greedy because of the unions, because conservatives see the unions as bad. However, the union worker isn't necessarily the one that's bad. Is it the higher-ups that are in the UAW? Is it actually GM themselves? 
break it all down as to why a conservative who's working there would say the strike is a good thing. So the strike, not not only for us, I I believe that this strike should be a foundation for everybody to to demand more of their own profit, of the profits of their own labor. Mm-hmm. Again, wages have not kept up with inflation. The the, the way people need to look at it and the way that I don't understand why it's not phrased this way is what quality of life does the working class deserve? Because through the mid to late uh, 1900s, the American quality of life was phenomenal. You know, if you were a, a mailman and, and you were the only working member in your household, you, you could afford, you know, you could afford to comfortably <clears throat> pay for everything that your family needed. And then on top of that, you know, whether it be vacations or, or expensive hobbies. And today, who's got that? You have you have two, two adults in, in a household working, you know, mm-hmm. especially if you've got children. You you don't one you don't have the time to spend with your kids because both of you have to be working and then on the other hand of that you you can't even afford the same that the one working person did back in you know let's say sixties seventies eighties and what one what causes that and two is it necessary like why why is it that the working class is the one that has to sacrifice their quality of life and and accept less while we've got CEOs and, and the top one percent mm-hmm. that that don't have to work a day in their life. And if they if 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 we were paid what what you know the CEO of of GM made, mm-hmm. I could retire next week. Like, well, you could, and I'm with you. And I've I've been a laborer in my life, and I've come from a family of laborers. But I've also spent significant amount of time with CEOs, and we can't just say that CEOs don't work. Those guys, those men and women, bust their effing ass. They. D- and I know this because when you're the boss, everybody thinks it's so great. Oh, I'm and do are they compensated incredibly well? Yes. Should the other workers be compensated fairly? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's easy, but I don't think I just have a lot of experience with corporate CEOs and their lives are not easy. They're not at all. I'm just trying to bring perspective to everything. Yeah. But I think a good question, and I love your perspective. How old are you? Twenty eight. Okay, you're you're super intelligent. You should be leading. Clearly, you're intelligent. You should be leading a group somewhere, doing something, and maybe you're the guy that needs to lead uh, negotiations. (laughs) And and if not now, maybe at some point in the future, because you are super super intelligent. Um, I've been asked this question twice to ask you. Um, You come on. You talk about the the union. And why the union deserves this or deserves that because of the working conditions, and you, you explained it eloquently. But then why does the union continually go Democrat, vote Democrat, vote people in that put policies in place that don't make it good for business, that push climate control agendas and everything else, and then go, hey, we're going to go vote, and we're throwing our support at a Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. Do you understand how people would go like, wait a second, you want us to understand the plight of the union worker, yet then the union goes and votes for people who don't look like they're pro-business. I wish I could explain that. Uh, I don't understand it myself. I'm not, I'm not a Democrat. Um, I wouldn't say I, I lean either way, honestly. Um, I, don't think, <clears throat> I don't think either party... But I'm going to put you on the spot. Yeah, it's clear Democrats have not voted pro-business. Sure. Yeah, and it's, it's odd that, that they... That that's the facade, is that, well, they're for the working class. I don't see it. Um, sure, you know, in, in, in their speeches, they're gonna they're gonna say that, but in the actions, I don't see it. Maybe I don't maybe I don't pay enough attention on that aspect because you know there's there's 
there's just too much to know everything and <clears throat> and being in the union that's probably something that I should focus more on but um, I'm not well versed in in the um, in the legislation that they've I, I guess that they've pushed forward for the working class so I, I don't know I don't get it um, I'm not a huge uh, supporter of the Democrats either um, yeah I don't know yeah, and I think you're not alone in that because when I went out to the UAW Hall when Cori Bush was out there with AOC, I didn't see a whole lot of people there. I don't know if you were there or not. I was but, not. Uh, and, and I'm not surprised because it seemed like all of my conservative friends, they didn't go because the two of them were there and they just didn't want to be seen political either way. There really wasn't that many people that were there, I thought. And so I don't think you're alone in not wanting to make this political, but it is political because the UAW is definitely known to be uh, to be left. And mm-hmm. and, and the, the average worker probably isn't just left. They're probably like you, probably like me, where I vote right but I think both parties are just one big uniparty that are not for the people. Absolutely. So. Well, when you are with your workers and you guys are trying to figure out how long this is going to go and what's going to happen, do you guys talk politics, you and your fellow workers, about what we should do or what we shouldn't do? Because when my dad was in the union and it helped him become, and I, I still think it's why he voted the way he did for a period of time, um, they feel trapped. Workers feel trapped. Well, I have to vote Democrat because of how union heads in places that aren't in Wentzville, Missouri are telling you you have to. And if you don't, there are repercussions that will that'll soon go down the chain of command and hit you in whatever way possible, whether it's shifts, whether it's money, whether it's another way. I, it, just, it frustrates me because I believe what I say is true. So <clears throat> I, I do talk politics. Actually, we have a Facebook page and... Um, I'm not a favorite on there by any means because uh, because I'm not I'm not um, you know a Democratic supporter and I'm I'm very outspoken on there. <laughs> um, granted, it's it's generally pretty respectful. You know, we all work in the same place. Good. Um, and like like you were saying earlier, which I didn't mean to to get around that topic, but I honestly st- started rambling and forgot about the working conditions. It is it's it is hard in there. It's dirty. We you know I I don't feel like. We get much respect from management and whatnot. But to get back on topic, um, <clears throat> so I, again, being outspoken and being against the, the general uh, dynamic of Democrat, um, I haven't really noticed any, you know, I'm not singled out. I'm not, I, like, I haven't been bumped off my shift or, or given any bad jobs or anything. So I think it's, it's, it's generally pretty respectful. And um, people... I feel like people don't talk politics in there as much because it's just so disheartening. Because it, as much as we might, it's a good word. It and, <laughs> it's a good that word. Is a really good I, word. There couldn't be a better way to describe that. Yeah. Because as much as we we might debate it, and and I feel like everybody agrees on most things except for you know the just the the non important stuff. But for the most part, everybody agrees. You know, taxes are too high. Our, our government our government isn't for the people. They're for big business and. But what, you know, what can you actually get done? Because me personally, I, you know, everybody says, you know, oh, get out there and vote. I, I don't think anybody that we, I don't want to say anybody. I don't think most of the, if, if voting was the solution, we wouldn't be in the situation that we're in. Mm. So I, it's, everybody just gets so tired of talking and having, 
having no real impact. Like there's there's not a whole lot we can do because they've they've developed this system where the 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 people's the people's wants and needs aren't of concern in legislation. So as as much as we might be outspoken and, and all agree on what needs to change, our representatives aren't going to reflect that. I yeah. Yeah, that's well said. I, I've always well said unions are are a thing of the fifties to me. Because I think when you say that you're not interested in politics, Joe Biden has made you, if you want to buy a house, you have to pay 7.5%, period. That's him. If you want to, if you're, if you think the the dollar now is weaker, so everything you're fighting for, if you want to get a little bit of a raise here and there, if you want wealth, it's not through unions. But I've never understood, and, and you guys talked about it a little bit, the majority of your, of a union is Democrats. They just are. They organize that stuff, and it's for power. I, I Have you ever thought about talking to your union workers saying, maybe we do have to have, I use, I, I'll steal this from our, the, the events today, a day of rage, and vote these Democrats out, because they're not doing Republican you Republican rage day? Yeah. Republic, they're not doing <laughs> you any great. good. I want to be part of that. I've always understood why I was a Democrat in 1950 or 1960. I'm a blue-collar worker, like you said. I'm going up against GM, Forge, whatever. I've always got it. But don't you feel, when you wake up, you're like, I do not represent. I do not feel represented by Democrats today. I don't. Maybe sure. maybe transgender issues. Maybe what they're doing in the schools. They've gone such a lurch so far into socialism. Do you ever look at your guys and going, man, what is going on here? It's <clears throat> oh, n- for sure. It's not the union bosses. It's the big bosses, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, who are kind of pulling the levers. Speak about that for a second. So I agree. Like I was saying earlier, um, <clears throat> I'm I'm not a Democrat. You know, I. I and luckily I think the tides are changing. Um, yeah. From from what I see, from the people that I talk to, from what I see online on our Facebook page, and typically because it is so pro Democrat, yes, most of the Republicans kind of mind their business or they stay off the page. From the people that I talk interesting. to, interesting, most of them don't even get on there because it's of how overwhelmingly yeah. Democrat it it's is. It's interesting because but, especially a guy that lives in Winslow, Missouri. It's but not a, all the workers. The workers all don't live in Wentzville. No, not yeah, all the workers don't. An but. hour and 40 minutes away. A Josh, yeah. a guy that I work I work next to, he, he drives an hour and 40 each way. I don't know how he does Was he living in Kansas City? Yeah. <laughs> down by, um, I've got friends that live in Cuba, that live in Cuba, Missouri, Sullivan area, and drive into the... You know, another thing that's always been fascinating to me is, is this a right-to-work state? Is Missouri a right-to-work state? Yes. I believe so. Is it? If you, if you are in not in the union... And you want to do any kind of job that is labor, you have the ability to make more money than a person who is stuck in a union. You have the ability to be an entrepreneur and go and make as much money as you absolutely want to. Maybe not in the car industry, but that's what has been fascinating to me about unions is that, yeah, you guys are kind of fighting for a few bucks here and there. But if you become an entrepreneur, the sky's the limit. Have you know what I'm talking about? I mean, there's plenty of entrepreneurs that I work with. Uh, a lot of people have their own businesses. Um, yeah. And <clears throat> it's unfortunate that you have to work a second business outside of having a what used to be a phenomenal union job. Um, and it is slipping, you know. Everybody still looks at it today as, you know, the 80s and 90s. Yeah. yeah. Two jobs yeah, exactly. Is, two jobs is overrated. I do it. It's no fun. Have you ever <laughs> thought about, screw this union crap. I'm going out on my own. So. Make as much money as I can. So. I was going to say recently, not recently, over the past, you know, multiple decades, um, it, the union hasn't been what, what the union is supposed to be 
And <clears throat> I don't want to delve into that too deeply because I, I believe I believe that is changing also with the new with the new representation. Yeah. Things are looking good. Um, and so, wh- why do you believe that that being uh, in the union or the unions in general aren't aren't the way to make a better living with the history of what the union has done? I'm not saying currently, mm-hmm. but what the union has pushed forward through. Oh, history, the the beginning of the industrial age, absolutely. Canaries in the coal mine, all that stuff was a good thing back then. Mm -hmm. Today, it seems like it's holding you guys back a little bit. Today, if you want to buy a GMC truck, it's $100,000, and there's a lot of costs that's built on top of that 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 the American people are are affected by. I mean, I just, I have always thought that your wage is determined by the market value and a union to me and I'm maybe I'm wrong well, Jacob feels that he's bringing stats to the table that shows the big three have good market value that's what his point is yeah I, our wages haven't reflected that unfortunately like right. you said there's a hundred thousand dollar vehicles that are being made in in Mexico for what was I believe like a dollar ninety an hour they just got a they just I don't know what those stats are yeah so they I think they just they just had a decent well decent they they just got a raise in their recent contract i believe in mexico they're making 380 an hour now but while they were making what i what if i remember properly it was a dollar 90 an hour the blazer was fifty thousand dollars it's not the wages that are causing these vehicles to go up look at it is oh absolutely it's the cost of doing business it's it, all part of it don't you think yeah, it and is. by the way i like the fact that you ask eric a question and you no, no, listen, I, and you I, listen. That's how conversations are supposed to take place. That's how we get educated. I'm not. You I'm not anti-union. Years of <laughs> no, none I of think, us in this room is anti-union. I think unions are as American as it gets. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, so I, I'm I'm completely on your side. One million percent. The right kind of union. Yeah. But that's the gray sticking area. But it just doesn't <clears> seem <throat> like this guy, your union, that's the. It doesn't seem like you're going to get what you guys want necessarily. And I'm always talking about the individual. I always feel like mm-hmm. if you feel like you're being dissed on a, on your hourly wage, go start a business because wealth is not created in a nine to five job. That's not easy either. So especially <laughs> it's a yeah, different time and period. Market, it's harder to start a, a business when you're, when you're coming from a job that was is already so underpaid because you need money to make money. And that's not, and that's not in every case. Agreed. I understand that, yeah. but. But for, and and we're not we're not taught that today. I mean, mm-hmm. in in America's you know school system, you're taught how to be a worker. You're not you're not taught. Bingo. You're, you're not given the tools to. Wow, you're to, right. To, to become educated on how to run a business. That's and so true. Yourself. Oh my God, Amen. That so true. That and that's so a problem. True. That is definitely that a, problem. Is a problem. And Eric is giving really good advice because in the end, I'm like Eric in the fact I do care about the individual worker. In most cases, as a former business owner, I cared about the owner too. But in this case, who wins? Like in the end, okay, when the strike ends, are you going to be, do you even know yet? Are you going to be better off? Who, who wins in this? The Absolutely. union? You? GM? Who? Do you know? So... The, the union members and the union in, entirely, I think, the, I think the entire working class, if we got everything that we are demanding, I think it would be, a, again, I think it would be a foundation for the working class to say, there are, you know, these companies have the ability to pay us more of what we are worth and using us as a, as a platform to, to try to work towards getting it. I, and, and the more people that fight for more, Again, it would just be a bigger. It would be a bigger platform, a bigger foundation for the working class to demand more. So Jim Farley, the CEO of Ford, is lying when he says we'll show you the numbers 
if we gave the UAW what they want right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. everything that's currently out there, we would go broke quickly. Yes. Is that a lie? So I would ask what has changed. So Changed from what or what what? So again, with with the cola that we that we <clears throat> that we you know supposed to be temporarily the cola that had been, I don't want to say taken again. I don't want to I don't want to misrepresent us, but that had been um, disingenuously uh, negotiated away from us. If if they could afford it back in the eighties, nineties, early two thousands, and now they're paying us roughly forty percent less. Um, as compared to the cost of living and you know other, there other you prices, go. yes. What mm-hmm. what what have they done with that extra money that they're not paying us? That they're somehow less profitable than they were then. They say that inflation is killing them too, though, just like every other yes. business. Yes. Inflation gets everybody, and I don't know if there is a proper corrector of inflation for either side. Mm. I see the. I get it. Here's does me, that make sense at all? And if it doesn't, that's fine. You're not going to hurt my No, feelings. it's a quagmire. Everything that we ask in this room is a quagmire. Because products and prices and supply <laughs> yes. and travel, everything yeah. else goes up. Gas prices, plane prices, everything. I, I agree, but where is that money going if it's not going to the workers doing doing the work? If if, if You mean the money for purchasing of cars? I, I, as a business owner, I'll tell you. Okay? If I'm the CEO, and you guys were talking about it eloquently just earlier, as a CEO, I'm looking at lithium battery production. As a CEO, I'm looking at developing plants, not in the United States, all over the world. As a CEO, I have my shareholders that, I was, that are looking at me. As a, as a, as a, I'm looking at you guys. I'm looking all over the board. They're, they're public companies, so their bottom lines are right in front of you. Yes, they make windfall money. But they, they take that windfall money and invest it in the future. What is going to happen when GMC, GMC, Ford, all these companies say, we can't sell an $80,000 Blazer anymore because no one is going to buy it? That is that's, something you need to think. A Blazer used to be 40000 bucks, And that's a good point. <laughs> you know? It is. And that's a, good, that's a good point, though. And if the working class can't afford these vehicles, then, can't. then, no. then what's, what's the point? What's the purpose? This of- is the beginning of the end of that. That mm-hmm. streak is going to end. Derek it, it, says, why is a truck 90 thousand dollars exactly why a, is a it truck built for 380 an hour well what was a dollar 90 an hour because the full-size trucks and the blazers i believe are are now and have been built in mexico so yeah why okay. is a full-size truck that's fifty thousand eighty thousand dollars it was being built for a dollar 80 an hour in in you know a mexican factory here's a question then and this is what should keep not just the whole union but co- not collectively but you and any of the other workers over there we talk about it on the show Bring manufacturing back to the United States. Absolutely. Okay, that's a great bumper sticker. How in the hell does a company, not, not, maybe it's not even the automotive industry, pharmaceuticals, whatever. How the hell do you say, all right, we're, we're taking all this stuff out of China and our costs are going to go up 400%. How do you make that determination? Plus taxes. Plus taxes. Exactly. Every company wants to be a, a company inside of their own borders. But you can't do it these days. So if, if the workers get what they want, and GM and Ford and all the other companies say, we're losing our ass, and it's time that we go to Mexico City. It's just time. And we close all the shops in the United States because it's happened. Remember when it's been happening in Detroit for many years? All of a sudden, you've now we've lost that industry maybe in the next 25 years. Do, do you ever guys think about that kind of stuff? Oh, of course. I mean, <clears throat> that's, what, that's what we were fighting. Um, that's what the union's been fighting is yeah. to keep these jobs in the U.S. But 
uh, of course, of course, these major companies want to send their their work outside of the country where they can pay, you know, impoverished. And I'm not trying. Places. I'm not in any way, shape, or form espousing that. Please, no. I, I, <laughs> all right. I don't want any Ford coming from Korea That's over right. here or I don't, Starbucks. Now we'll exactly. get into that later. Or yeah. Starbucks. <laughs> but again, we would have to we would have to look into the finances and where is all this extra profit going? If they can't afford if they can't afford wages now, and if they're so if they're struggling so financially. What what is the what is the cause of it? Is it because they they pay more money in stock dividends than they do their their entire workforce? Like where? Well, is, that's a good point. Wh- and what what that's has great changed? Point. Again, what has changed since the seventies, eighties, and nineties, where they were still one of the most profitable companies in the world? Were mm-hmm. they not? I mean, GM's GM's never been you know you know since the forties. They they they're not a small town manufacturer because I don't think you had this level of international ability to create yeah, parts and mm-hmm. to create. Um, but wouldn't that lower cost? They're 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 shipping in screws from. Yeah. You don't feel as if you're negotiating yourself out of a job or anything from that standpoint. It's, it's maybe, a quagmire. But, maybe, but that's that's only if they're so greedy and so incapable of of sharing in the profit that they refuse to give us what we deserve. Um, and let's so let's let's play to the other end of this. If if we said okay, let's let's take whatever they give us. We're gonna we're gonna keep not getting raises. We've we've gotten a fifty cent raise in the past fifteen years, and I know some people are gonna look into it and say, oh, we got a two dollar fifty cent raise in in two thousand fifteen. But that's after we gave up two dollars an hour in 08 to bail out GM. Oh eight, oh nine. It um, got you back to where you were. Yeah, plus fifty cents, which is nothing with inflation. Woo-hoo! Yeah, like we've been we've been losing yeah. we've been losing money. We haven't had a significant raise in fifteen years. If we continue this trend, what what's to become of it? What is to become of the working class in, in the United States if we continue having to sacrifice our quality of living because of this this boogeyman of oh well everything goes up so we you know we can't pay our workers where do, where does the money what other other than you know the the Fed printing money and sending it to other countries what how how have we allowed our our value of the dollar to go down so much that nothing can, uh, you know, Again, we can't afford to build anything and pay people properly. This go. is a Joe Biden question. It's a you're aiming your ire, as a listener said, at the wrong people. Yeah, it's, it's the political true. leaders. It's government. Well, I agree, but but I I can't I can't go change the government. If anybody has more power to change political policy, it's GM. If if something is is no, it's the it's the union at GM. GM doesn't give a damn. It's GM, the union. Yeah, the GM has just cared about their shareholders. Your union should be caring about uh, Joe Biden. But if but if we if we take our if we take our cut of the profits from GM and it's hurting their pocketbooks, then it puts pressure on them to have to push for policies that will benefit us here in the U.S. Sure, but here's the deal: if you had like ten years ago, I don't know what you make every two weeks. I don't. Know, I'm not sure. I'm, I guarantee you, it's better than when I worked at Showbiz Pizza Place back when I was 16. I guarantee you that. Well, but, compared to the cost of living, or just in in, it, in sheer number, just the number, the your bottom line number that you take home after everything is paid. If the if you could get into a house that was nice for one hundred sixty five thousand dollars. Here's the scenario for a hundred that wasn't overinflated in price because one hundred sixty five thousand dollars house quagmire. is now three hundred fifty thousand dollars. First of all, mm-hmm. so that one hundred sixty five thousand dollars house you can't afford because the price just went way up. Number two, the monthly nut that you have to pay on that thing because of inflation. That's the Fed. That's Joe Biden is now way unsustainable. A three hundred thousand dollars house now is going to cost you twenty seven hundred dollars a month. Yeah, it's FHA. This is, this, we're okay. going to go round and round. But it's no, the but, same thing. But it, 
it it all matters because quagmire. Because before Joe Biden, I don't know. I'm not going to say Trump or Bush or whatever. Before that, it was it was three percent, four percent. That same house was now 168 thousand dollars, which you were now paying 900 dollars. That's a livable. That's I would do that. I would it's take your temporarily. I I don't think it's the solution. To, I, I I think that. I think we did much better under a Republican president, and I, I agree with most of what Trump did. I think he did great. Does that, did your union fellows think that as well? Um, it's okay to say yes. I, Who cares? He's a president. I, they won't say it publicly. I mean, They're afraid of being we're pretty, canceled. We're pretty split. I mean, of course, the, the most outspoken ones are the ones that get patted on the back by the other people in the union. So, ah, see? So, so, again, most of the that's Republicans what about. are that's what I'm talking outspoken. About. Yeah. That's why I appreciate you. I mean, you're eloquent. You're smart. Mm-hmm. Whether people agree with your stance or not, you back it. You ask questions. You listen. Um, that's why you need to be in more of a role. Yeah, I mean, you, you do. You do, Somehow, you do somewhere, need to somewhere. be in a role. I agree with Eric and Vic that you either need to be owning a company or you need to be like a spokesperson because you are eloquent. You. you are emotional about it, but you're doing it with a sense of purpose. And so you are very smart. Your mama listens to the show well, and no wonder she's so dang proud of you. She's raised a great young yes, man. Definitely. You're I, a great definitely. young and man. One, I just had one other question before we let you go because we have Kelly Mano coming in the studio. Somebody wanted me to ask you this. This is a business owner who says, I'm curious. Ask Jacob... Is it just the American car company workers who are striking? Because I don't see other people striking right now. And that's the issue. So going back to what you were saying about you don't think that the the unions are the solution. The unions could be much more of the solution if we had more participation. It was what in nineteen seventy nine. It was sixty percent. I think. Yeah, I think the unions were crazy. Of, yeah. 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 And now and now we have one third of that or it's less. Six percent. So what? How much power can we have with a third of the people? You can There's have no pow- wonder that the working class has slipped, and we don't we don't have the leverage that we that we had. Yeah. Now everybody is on their own, and yeah. yeah, you go work for a big corporation, and if you're if you don't want to work there, like you said, you go yeah. work somewhere else. But if if everybody was unionized and everybody could collectively bargain for their their fair share of the profits of the company. Would that not uplift the entire country? Because, uh, like you were saying, if nobody can afford these products, you can't how afford is- them. Exactly. There's. The, it, did it, you go to college? I did not. Yeah, you're a perfect example of why you don't need to. Yeah, you are. Because that's why I asked that personal uh-huh. question. You can clearly see you didn't go and get indoctrinated. Indoctrinated. I, I I say that again. You should be owning a business and running it with the values that you have and treating the employees the way that you think that they should be treated. You will be a great one. I mean, I'm not kidding. You should really, you. really be thinking. Red about Queen's just worried for business. you. It feels that the companies are just going to automate anyway, and with AI coming down. Down the line, they're um, trying. Mm-hmm. They're trying. They've um <clears throat> they've implemented uh, new robots to uh, to be tuggers. So pulling our heavy products, uh, they're getting rid of tugger drivers, and now we have um yeah we have automated yeah. robots that I hate to hear it. Um, I, I hate to hear it too. How much? You don't have to tell me what you make right now, but what would you like to see your your salary be every two weeks? And just it's just like man, if you just gave me this. I'd be fine. What would it be? So I, I don't know a weekly dollar amount, mm-hmm. um, but again, what we're asking for, this 40, 40% would get us up to, I believe, 40, oh, I don't know, 45, which I think we would be at 45 to 47 if we had never lost cola. And back when we had cola in the early 2000s, every, you know, not everybody, but people were financially, were financially comfortable, you know, that we were, we were able to afford the, the lives that we deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> And I want you guys to have that. Yeah. No doubt about it. By the way, I was just I playing to play I was trying to play devil's advocate on several of the issues. 
I'm fine with what you guys are asking for. I know what Ford says. I'm trying to speak as if I'm one of their CEOs. But one thing I couldn't get on board with you guys, come on, 32-hour work week. So I, 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 Is that I'm, asking got, the pie in the sky? Jacob, I love you, but you lost me with that, man. Because <laughs> we work 80. Right, right? <laughs> so I, I don't want to say anything that I'm... that. That we, yeah, I know. Don't you don't 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 even get yourself. You've been great today. You have you have been great. I'm. Very I don't want impressed. you to get off air and you have a phone call. Uh, Jacob, come up to the top yeah. office. Yeah, yeah, because we we don't want that for you. And I'm impressed <laughs> because you were thrown in the fire, and most people cannot handle that because every issue is so polarizing these days. Left, right. I mean, all of it is. Well, that's and you're holding your own. Room. Yeah. I, I look yes. at this. Don't look at this GM crap as your end all be all. <clears throat> but look at politics. Because that's what's going to drive your future and your kids' future. And if you don't understand what the central bank is doing and what Biden is doing to this country by shutting down fuel lines, that's what you need to understand. Because the the government should be looked at, looked at like this. You're, you're potting a plant. Their only job is to make sure that soil is good for growing things out of it. And they have made that soil so dry and disgusting right now that nothing in the United mm-hmm. States is growing out of it. We'll get you Eric's phone number. He will be your personal coach moving forward. Right. Yeah, you're and, great. He is and I owe him $45 an hour. <laughs> so, I'll <laughs> on the topic of the Fed and the government, if I could say one thing. Say it, then um, we'll say goodbye to you. Okay, do. so the, the, with, with how crazy everything is going with, with the money that's being sent out of the country for things that don't make sense while the people here in the U.S. are struggling with with everything they're doing financially to drain the United States. I think that the government knows that the people are waking up and that things are things are going to take a turn and they're trying to 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 wring every drop out of us before before they have to escape and run because they, wow. there's there's no way for politics to continue going the way it's going. There's going to be a crash and the people won't stand for it. And I believe that's the why they're doing such radical things because they're just going to push the envelope as far as they can until yeah. things break and they're just going to they're going to try to get as much as they can. With yeah, the we're going to make you a politician well, too. And then, uh, yeah, for sure. You need to be a politician and have your own podcast. Where's Tilly when we need Oh that? my yeah. gosh, Tracy, I am impressed with your kid. And then also, not to throw you under the bus. So you never you never circled back to the the question you asked before I came in about the um <clears throat> about uh, the patriot uh-huh. def- defining a patriot. Yeah. So I, I believe that today's patriot are the people that can that can look at what's going on in government and the people that, that can look at what's going on in the country and understand that this isn't what our constitution stood for. It's not what it's not what our country was designed to be, regardless of, of the propaganda, regardless of the lies that that the that the criminals in, in office love to, to push out to the media and, and to try to convince the people of. The people that can look at past the distractions and and the lies and understand that something needs to be done and it it's it, it can't get done on the course that we are that we are currently traversing it okay. things wow <laughs> damn is, dog woo! come on man yeah, that we're is out. the okay, best definition of a, a patriot. Mike, like Mark Levin just, <laughs> Mike drop, <laughs> just drop the headset and walk off. Wow, <laughs> man. You yeah. are you a great Jacob. young man. Hey, we're going to have you back It's a pleasure to meet you, buddy. Somebody get you this are... tape to Hannity. Would oh, they? my gosh. Or, or Laura <laughs> Ingram. Or, well, I mean, when do you get to talk to Kelly one Mano. of the worker bees? Wow. Step on up.
<laughs> Kelly, you got you got big shoes to fill, girl. Come well, on. That was wow, what it yeah, No, that was a terrific interview. Well, and, and Tracy's on our chat line, and that is her son, everybody. And she listens to the show, and she has raised such a fine young man. Well, wow. whether you agree or disagree with um, where he's coming from, I mean, There's he nothing wasn't to disagree some, about nothing. Yeah. Well, nothing. I mean, some people didn't agree with workers and what they want and what they feel they should be getting per hour. See, Kelly, you're losing all that weight. Your shorts are falling off. What the? Your shorts are falling off. What the? There's. Come on, man. That's what. That's what money and celebrity will do. Where's the rest of Kelly? Shut up. Come on. I'm done. I'm done. Kelly. Kelly. This is where I'm stopping. This wow, is where you I'm look stopping. fantastic, yeah. right? I don't, I don't want to be like a super fit person. I just didn't want to be super fat anymore. So. You look great. So oh, it's like a balance. <laughs> like, I have to keep some chubby. I love it. So, uh, well, I don't Social think media superstar <laughs> Kelly Mano joining us in the studio today. Oh. Uh, you've been quite the busy girl all over the place doing all kinds of things. Uh, by the way, since I saw you, as you were getting to sit up there, your, your jean shorts were literally falling off your body. <laughs> I know. I just so I saw your TikTok and and uh-huh. I saw your Instagram. I need to follow, follow Kelly Mano mm-hmm. on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook. Uh, I saw you post that you were down twenty eight pounds. Yes. And you had two pounds to go. Did you reach the two pounds? Yet? No, I weighed this morning and I'm now down to like one point four pounds to go. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, in the point section. I'm literally like one like big poop away from my goal weight. <laughs> so I'm close. You must but, eat a lot. Yeah. Well, I'm also on my period right now, so Lizzie oh, knows like God. like it's yeah. so hard to like predict your weight on your period, and yeah. so it's like you get bloated. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, we do, do get bloated. I know. So, I mean, I think I'm probably there. Yeah. Uh, I just I need I need to actually hit it on the scale. And Here then we I'll go. Be happy. Hit it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. What uh, are, you, are you working out still, or is mm-hmm. it? What, oh, I work out know, every I, morning. Check her videos out. No, no, I know that that the plank thing with the uh, legs to the side. The plank jacks. Is yeah. that the main it. thing that you it. do for the core? I mean, like, no, I just. Like anything that will kick my own ass, I just need like hard workouts. I can't yeah. do like Pilates or like yoga yeah. Yeah. or like, like anything like that. Yeah. And so, um, at some point, you need to check out New Age Health and Wellness. Is that a place where you have to go where there are people though? Um, <laughs> you you can just get this. That's right. And she hates people. And yeah, you have to go see any people. So I've been following. Um, it's called <laughs> Fit as Fuck. It's it's a it's a it's an app that it I've is. been it's using. F-A-F. That's they, right. Yeah, yeah, they do amazing. Right. Um, they do these twenty eight minute yeah. workouts, and so I've been using all of those. They also mm-hmm. have this healthy eating plan that I'm not quite as good at. I eat like a fourth grader, so yeah. I'm just trying to eat like yeah. a healthy fourth grader. What's a what's a fourth grader eat like? Like chicken nuggets, like pop tarts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I like that diet. Oh yeah, I'm mean, like I just always Capri Sun. I, I oh yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> eat vegetables. I hate vegetables. Amen. Yeah. Like I, we went Amen. out for my son's birthday the other night. And he turned 19. He's like, Mom, just try these vegetables. You're going to love them. I'm yeah. like, I'm the mom. Yeah. I'm supposed to be getting you to do this. Yeah. And I tried like two vegetables. We went to like one of those hibachi uh-huh. grills where they like set crap yes. on a fire. Oh, my yes. God. Um, yes. But the vegetables were disgusting. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It It doesn't add anything. Uh-uh. It doesn't. I can take like real buttery like green beans or yeah. corn. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And I, uh-uh. it's funny as hell. And if you haven't noticed yet. Uh, any of her material, Kelly has been awesome when it comes to Gen X, outstanding Gen X material. And before we get into all the other stuff that's coming up, this just made me laugh because it was so true. This was from your Instagram page. You may have posted on TikTok. Okay. I just wanted to give people a flavor if they don't know Kelly already, some do, of the difference between water 
for us. So, Greg, this is the one that's underwater. I know I sent you three or four Kelly videos, and when you have it, let me know. And if you want to set this up a little, you can set it up. Well, as you can see, I'm carrying around a water bottle now. Um, and the, these kids these days, teenagers, like right now, they've got these things called Stanley Cups, hmm. um, which these, I thought... We've got our own Stanley... Isn't this the... No, this yeah, isn't It's close, but like I thought they were talking <laughs> about hockey. I'm like, why are these teenagers Lizzie, talking about hockey? Is, I'm so proud. Can you proud. grab our Stanley Cup yeah. from Inside Out Designs? Yeah, we've got... Like a, but these things are massive, Yes, right? and I can't carry them. My, like, I'm just too small i can't my hands are too small to carry those big old things but um but they like these girls carry on these like 40 dollar water bottles they're like they're emotional support water bottles and i'm like yeah i don't even out there so it's like a gallon of water essentially and then like you've got you know these doctors and stuff that are like here's how much water you need to drink a day and i was like i have no recollection of drinking water well here's your video talking about oh here it is is it ready (laughs) yeah we're ready it's if so you grew cute. up in Generation X, you have no recollection of drinking water. You could not go to the store in the 70s or 80s and buy a, buy a bottle of water. No, nobody would pay for water. Our parents giving us water, not a thing at all. To put it simply, we were some of the most dehydrated motherfuckers on the planet. <laughs> Our classrooms were not air conditioned. It would be hot as balls. There were so many teachers that would just bring us hot in as and balls. Would just point at them. <laughs> They were like, fuck them kids. Trying not to die a heat stroke because there's no air conditioning in these big brick buildings. You go down to lunch so and true. they give you this little eight ounce carton of milk that we would suck down till it <laughs> I remember that. Time to go to recess and we would go out and play on this like black asphalt mm-hmm. with like no shade. After recess, we would all line up and get a drink at the drinking fountain, but the asshole kids behind you would all count. Like each kid had two seconds. You'd be like, one, two, and then on to the next yes. one. All the dietitians and healthy people today are like, drink your water, you need so many ounces a day. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> we probably drank about four teaspoons of water a day. I'm not exaggerating. This is why hose water tasted so good to us because it was the only time we didn't have restrictions on what on how much we like water we could drink. I remember Madonna was the first I heard about that. Madonna said that she drank like two gallons of water a day. Really? Back in like the 90s. She was always ahead of the curve back then, though. Was she, she really? Is yeah. is water that big of a deal? I think it is. Apparently, I mean, it's like 70% of the earth. So. This, hey, yeah, Lizzie went and got our, we sell the Stanley. That is gigantic. That is what a Stanley is. You, and Lizzie's showing the top and up and down and how big the Stanley is. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, go to cancel this show com our merchandise page the only thing the I, yeah the, the the only thing you would put Look in those things back thing in is. the old days were big gulps <laughs> and it was, yeah. <laughs> it was that's two or three big gulps yeah yeah this is huge but i mean <laughs> these kids like you know i substitute they carry around these water bottles with them all the yeah, time yeah and i just thought how dehydrated were we oh right you know right? we we like i have no recollection of my mm-hmm. mom being like here drink some water you're, you're gonna mm-hmm. feel better or anything yeah. like that and you know they didn't sell bottled water back then no, if they, they did i didn't remember it right. no. because i remember when they first started selling bottled water i was like uh you chumps like who's yeah. gonna buy that yeah. right. Like, right who's gonna buy water <laughs> in a bottle uh-huh. yeah. hey jason says holy crap i've seen so many of these tiktoks didn't realize who it was you had on set <laughs> that is the Kelly Mano, and you become so popular, you've got a concert coming up. The last time you were on, you have never been to a Kiss concert, is what you told us. Correct. Uh, you, I don't even know if you'd even heard of Kiss. I've heard of Kiss. Come on! Now, you're going to see Kiss when and why and what are the details? Um, so, uh, I doing social media, I partner with a lot of companies um, that, that I promote their brands and stuff like that, and I got an email that said, 
Kiss wants to work with you. I thought it was this fingernail company. And I was like, oh, cool. I can totally sell fake fingernails. Like, <laughs> I love those. And no, it was the band. And they're like, hey, we want you to partner with us on this tour and, and promote this tour. Um, and we're going to bring you to the tour. And you're going to meet the, the guys. And they want me to like... There's like a list of things they, that I can do for content. Like I can try on their boots. I can, what? yeah. Isn't that cool? All of this stuff. Gene so, Simmons. Yes. Yeah. Do you know who he is? Of course. Come on. Look, look, I was raised with a Casey dad. Yeah. All right. So my, like in the 80s, you had a dad who yeah. had Casey on the radio mm-hmm. all the time yeah. and yep. in the garage, in the car, and you couldn't touch his radio. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, through my dad, yes, like. Growing up, I loved rap, but I also had like Skinner and Kiss and you know stuff like that. So of well, course I know who Kiss are. They're, well, here's they're your legends. video. You posted about your upcoming concert mm-hmm. to Kiss, so yep. we wanted to show people that video as well. I am going to my first ever Kiss concert. It's also going to be my last ever Kiss concert because it's their end of the road tour. I hear it's like half a music show and half a fireworks display. Like. like shoot sparks under the guitars. The atmosphere sounds a lot like a Taylor Swift concert, but for Generation X. Everybody dresses up, the vibes are amazing, everyone is friends with everyone. Kiss wove their way in our generation in so many different ways. Every time you got a red popsicle. We all dressed as one of them for Halloween in those god-awful plastic masks you couldn't breathe in and then a garbage bag over the front with like the design of whoever you were. I always tell my kids, never miss an opportunity to see greatness. Do you really want to tell your great-grandkids one day that you never went and saw Kiss, you never saw Lick It Up Live? I will see you guys at the St. Louis show, but all their tour dates can be found on the link in my bio. Grab your makeup, grab some fake blood, grab your combat boots and your Gen X buddies or maybe your, your younger Gen Z grandkids and go see Kiss their final time damn you rock as a marketer for kiss I am going yeah, to my first. Well, that, that is really good stuff did they last ever kiss concert yeah. and their end of the road oh greg's gonna right. stop it great all right idea. yeah so I mean, did, did kiss ever did you ever get a call from their management and go thank you we love you we'll see you no i day. worked strictly with not with live nation. live nation um and so that was my ad for them so that is what yeah. i get hired to do is yeah. that as companies hire me for something that fits my demographic they mm-hmm. give me really no script other than a brief of like here's a couple of things we want yeah. you to hit and make something go yeah and so that's what i made for them where are they playing That's at awesome. here? They're playing uh, at Enterprise. Enterprise. Mm-hmm. When is the concert? October 25th. Are you going backstage? Yes. Oh my God, that's the best. I'm terrified. <laughs> that is the best. Those pictures will be great. I know, right? I don't like I don't like people in makeup, like scary things. Like, oh, they'll like, scare you. Do you, you think know, Gene scary. Simmons would hold you like a baby, like you- on the side maybe? <laughs> And take a picture <laughs> on his hip. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's getting up there in age. I don't know how good his back is, but uh, yeah. I hear his tongue is still really. Watch out, is he? You know, I'm yeah. just gonna go and enjoy the experience. I'm. I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna ask him to hold me yeah. or, or stick his like tongue it. out. Or were you a, were you a fan back in the 70s? By chance, did you go? What in the heck is this? I wasn't born till 78. I'm a late Gen X. Okay, you're a late Gen Xer. Damn. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm just. A, I barely barely got into yeah. the the end of Gen X. They barely let if me it, in. It, if it, okay, here's the deal. And this is, you should tell them this. Okay. They are the, I and you can watch the, the comment line and see if I'm right or wrong, but they were, if it wasn't for them, arena rock wouldn't be a thing. I mean, with, I agree with that. With the explosions, with the light shows, sure. with the smoke machines. Sure. With the midgets or whatever else they're putting up on the stage. <laughs> It w- there would be. No- I, think I think they're called little people now. Whatever. It, they, it would be. It would be. It would be basically. You'd still be looking at Peter Frampton type concerts. Right. No. They, you, I think you're 100 percent right with, with yeah. the pyro.
Cairo and all that stuff. I'm excited to see the show. It's going to be amazing, I'm sure. I'm nervous about meeting them, but... Um, they're nice guys. I'm they, sure they are. They are super nice guys. They are very but nice. But he's really big, right? Yes. Like he's really, yeah. Yeah, he is. He's like you. He's a marketer. He doesn't even really play bass all that well. Gene. Okay. I talk about Gene. Gene's yeah. way more into marketing himself and his product. Well, then he you probably guys loved my video. He probably If, if loved he it. saw it, which yeah. I doubt he did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but he probably loved it. I don't think Gene's got TikTok. But um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm kind of nervous, but... Yeah, I've met a ton of celebrities, and I don't, yeah. I don't get starstruck about almost anyone. Yeah. But who was the celebrity that might have had you feeling that that feeling in your stomach just a little bit more than anybody else? Um, the only one that really like kind of was like speechless was Hulk Hogan because I mean I grew up like loving WWE wrestling, and he's not just like a person; he's like a character. Mm-hmm. And so again, he's he's in front of you, and he's so big, and he's got that deep voice, and I was like, oh my god, you're Hulk Hogan. Like when we were, when I was in fourth grade, all of the kids had to write, um, my parents went like an open house where it was like, you had to write about your hero and all of the kids were writing about like their moms or like a firefighter or something. And then my parents got to mine. I had written my entire thing on Hulk Hogan (laughs) and how he was my hero. Um, and so getting to meet him was really cool. That is cool. And if I ever get to meet like Snoop Dogg or like the Spice Girls, I would lose my mind. But the Spice Girls? Oh, I loved them. Yeah. I'd like to meet Victoria. She's hot. There's a new show on Netflix. I've been watching a little bit of the clips. So I watched... <laughs> David I, Beckham and Victoria mm-hmm. Beckham. But it, it's a pretty hot cool show. Spice. It's all about how, um, you know, the the they turned on him when he, he got red carded in a game or something and, yeah. and, and they lost the game and it was the worst thing in the world and the, like they would boo him all the time and, yeah. you know... Just sports stuff, but it's it was a cool show. I watched most of is it. Kel, is Kelsey uh, the new uh, Beckham uh, the 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 tied in for the Chiefs? Yeah, with that Taylor Swift. Is that well, the new wait, Beckham? But you're a but you're a huge Taylor Swift fan. I know Taylor that. Swift so are you cool with this whole thing? I so I'm suspect from the beginning. No, you can't be now. They, she's been to three games. I know. Did they Come win on. last night? Chiefs won. Okay, and she was in Kansas City, mm-hmm. and they only showed her like twenty times. And, and she's dressing down. And she was sitting yeah. with mom, like just the two of them no entourage no just the two of them and she's touching mom and smiling and that is who she is so taylor swift she's 34 years old and her parents travel with her to every single concert she is so family oriented she is so down to earth for all of the crazy things that that go on i mean she's a global superstar Mm -hmm. and you know she she's so down to earth and i think that's why everybody loves her so much she's so humble i'm i'm First of all, Travis Kelsey is just an adorable human being. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, I knew who he was. I he had his, his own bachelor, for God's sake. Right. I, you know, and mm-hmm. so here's the thing, though. Taylor notoriously dates, like, skinny, quiet European guys. Right? This is not... Well, who is her... Who or is women. The, who are the ones that... Or women, be, maybe. Because I don't know her that well. Who were the ones that came before Travis Kelsey? I don't know if you would know... John I mean, Mayer, I think. John right? Mayer, but then also, like, Harry Styles and, like... A, you again, know who Harry Styles is. Oh, <laughs> It's a lot of the skinny British rockers, okay? This guy is like... I mean, first of all, how do you make a human that cute? And any guy... Yeah, he's 6'4", 6'5", 235, 240. But he moves like a gazelle. And he runs like a receiver. It's just insane. Oh my God, why don't you date him? And... (laughs) and, I think Vic would. And he can dance... 
Like what no is other wrong two. with you? You need help. So no, 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 I don't. I'm he, just being honest. Here's he, the where thing. Where have you seen Travis Kelsey dance? After every damn touchdown, he's <laughs> right. putting it in He's his doing the jock. And, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, you would know. You definitely would know. Tied I, in from Missouri. I, I do. Yeah. I watched the dude. He's got it going on. Paul. I worry. <laughs> I worry. Because maybe Vic can, can weigh in on this. Okay. But, um, <clears throat> you know. Travis is such a good-looking guy, and he's so good at sports. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you are raised like that, like there's no way you've treated women very well. Like because really, those are the kind of guys that will yeah, and like. Of course, she prefaces. Maybe Vic can chime in on well, this. Look, <laughs> you're a handsome guy. You're a football player. Like guys like Vic and Travis never mm-hmm. had trouble getting girls, okay. right? So it's almost like they were taken for granted, mm-hmm. and I worry that number one. Um, he's not going to be able to handle a girl like Taylor who's going to be like, no, I'm not putting up with your bullshit. Like, bye. Right, right. You know, um, because I think a lot of girls will follow those breadcrumbs of a guy who barely wants them because of who he is. He's so good looking and he's a football player and it could be this and it could be that. That's not who she is. And then second, I don't know if he can share the spotlight. I mean, it's cute and fun right now because, you know, Her? He's, she can't no, share him. or him. No, him. Him? Yes. Yeah. He's, he's his, got, his spotlight got a ton bigger. Yeah, it for now. A ton. For now, but, it's, but he's 34. He's mm-hmm. not getting any younger. He's not starting to have injuries. He was great last night. He knows his career is in the twilight. Okay. Right. I agree. Handle the truth. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So he's been in the league for what, 10, 11 yes. years? Something like that? Yes, yes, okay. yes. So that's fine. So you're saying... That, so this love is a manufactured love. This is a thing of PR nightmare is what you're saying. I'm starting to believe it. Really? Yeah. At I'm first not. I said it was I'm all not. fake. Now I'm starting to. I think she's a country girl at heart, like you said. Uh-huh. She and she's from, just a family. She grew up on a farm in Pennsylvania, farm, right? and she's just the most ground. I mean, she's been famous since she was like fifteen. Yeah, she's yeah. an Eagles fan too, by the way. There's something. Uh huh. So she was. What you're saying is she was attracted to the Euro guy for a while. She, and, and you could put you could put um, uh, mayor in that too. Sure. Yeah, okay. Sure. But now you have this guy Travis who mm-hmm. looks like he should be working a farm. So you think that this there's no in chance jeans and that, boots and there's no chance in hell they could end up on a little place in Tennessee I together. I would love it. I would love it. I'm just I'm worried he's gonna <laughs> hurt her. Like if he hurts her, we will kill him. Like oh, we will. how physically <laughs> or spiritually Every, like, and emotionally. Jake Gyllenhaal can't even leave his house anymore. He can't even like post yeah. on social media because he like just gets attacked and and thrown under the bus. Hmm. So, like, I know that Travis thinks that he's like... Why? Why? Yeah, why? Because he he completely gaslighted and manipulated her and, like, did all these terrible things to her. Like, we know all of her details because of her songs. Oh, God. Jake Gyllenhaal... There's some ex-boyfriends of hers that we love, but Jake Gyllenhaal is... Public enemy number one. Yeah. He's the one who kept her scarf that smelled like her that she sings about that that he still has in his drawer. So it's like, (laughs) I just worry that Travis is going to hurt her. I worry that that he's doing this for fun uh, and that- Why not do it for fun? Because Taylor doesn't need to get her heart broken anymore. You have the opportunity as arguably one of the best tight ends in the NFL. you're, You're famous too, you know. A lot of guys are offended that you guys don't think he's famous enough to go out with her. That being He's not. He is. He's and, famous to football. Yeah. He's famous to men. And she's famous to she's pop country or whatever she does. Globally. I didn't even know what one song she did. But you know I who knew, she is. But I knew, I knew Kelsey's stats. But you didn't know anything really about football until this whole relationship started, right? I like football, but I don't really like the NFL. So because I don't you, watch. you are what the NFL 
has mm-hmm. gone it's after targeted. because oh, guess won. what they won the nfl is winning because women ratings have skyrocketed this year with chiefs games yeah with Taylor being there or the possibility <laughs> of her being there. But you got into this, so you got into football, and then... That's the only reason I turned it on. Yeah, but now you found another guy. Oh, my God. Here you go. found a Lizzie. football player. Who is Do you, Oh, my God. Let's, we're going to show you I, the football. We're going to show you... I'm going to fall out of my chair. This is Nick Bosa who we're going to show. By the way, Nick Bosa is a defensive lineman for the San Francisco 49ers. And normally defensive linemen are kind of big, maybe chunky, mm-hmm. strong... This is Nick Bosa, and you can play the video because we'll try to make make sure we have a fan or somebody fading Kelly if we show. Yeah, the and video. I want to show Lizzie a picture too. Okay, okay. on my phone. We can go ahead and play on your honor phone. He's Nick Bosa. It's gotta stop. He's not a piece of meat. He's just walking around doing his job. Okay, and this is terrible for mental health everywhere. I'll get his quads. None of us can compete with that. So now we're objectifying men. Yes. But you know, have you noticed in this society, women can objectify men? Apparently. So this is Nick Bosa. Stop oogling. Eyes up here, ladies. I I know. Mm -hmm. We're we're allowed to do that, but you guys are not allowed to objectify women. That's just the way it is, boys. It's just my goal in life to treat men like meat from here on out. Why not? And so when I saw... Like you guys like that though, so so he first of all, have you seen his quads? Could you see his quads in that video? We, we can pop a picture back up the start Balls. of the video because that's, that's the way most football players that I ever no, you oh, have yeah. not seen his quads. I mean, these guys are ripped, cut. They got creatine in every part of their body. Like, this man is different. He's different. He's She's built the different. So it's picture day. No, the, no, no. I you had it. if you go back, Greg. There he is. Yeah. Can you just get the start of that, Greg? I can if show not, you a, don't worry a photo of him. Oh, can you text me the picture of him? I'm going to pass it around because... You can He's stop that, Greg. That's I think fine. that is hilarious, though. This guy is so passionate about it. <laughs> Leave him alone! See him? Well, because it's unattainable in the way that for women, a Victoria's Secret model's body is unattainable. You know, I could lose every pound I have and I don't have a long torso. I don't have that's tiny good, shoulders. And so for men... I feel better about myself now. See? Right, for, <laughs> the, these quads don't come from working You've got, out. Can you text me that picture while we talk to you? Well, so, this is a picture of his junk. I, I don't care. I, well, well, we're going to show well, it. We, now we got to show his... I Jump. need to know. Whack off your penis. I, need, <laughs> look. I am. Do, okay, here's my yeah. question. Is that real? I got to find that picture. I'll here, find a here, picture. Here, to pass it over there, Lizzie. I just need to know, do do they not wear cups in football? Not anymore. No, not no. anymore. If you were, I don't understand if you that at all. If you a cup in football, oh my, oh my you would hurt yourself so bad. Like your groin, your How? skin. Why? I, I'm with you, Kelly. I don't understand I that. I can see his whole Franken beans, like through his shorts. Yeah. I can see Balls. everything. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. Why? Wait. Why can't you guys wear a I've cup when enough. every That's, other? Yeah, why? What happened to the cup? I've Vic? gotten enough Vic picks in my life. I'll call him Vic instead of. <laughs> you mean you get Vic picks from guys with? The, I with I never junk? see Kelly tried to say, oh well, Vic didn't have a Ladies, problem with yours. Do you understand? I never what... had a female stalker, but I had two male stalkers. <gasps> Uh-huh. I believe it. You're and pretty. I, no, and I You're got pretty. The, and I got those picks that women do not want to get. Oh yeah. Do, do you realize uh, oh, this? Yeah, the, the universe is flipped. The universe is what is what I'm hearing today. You ladies are looking at crotches 
when it was yes. so it was so not a thing back in my day. Oh, there, there. no, it was like don't even show me that. I mean, now I mean, guys were the ones that would ogle and it, you would be objectifying them, and uh-huh. you would be a you'd be a dirty pig. Well, yeah. now women are the dirty well, pigs. You, well, you That's are true. single now. So. I am single. I like I, honest to God, like I just really like to treat like treat men like pieces of meat. What I is mean, happening? Because that's what they. I mean, there's this poor guy. So yeah. First of all, my neighbor and I, Lisa, we we had an entire text conversation about what we thought his private parts looked like. Yeah. And <laughs> if I ever get hit by a bus, I need somebody to just go on my phone and delete yes. my entire conversation yes. with my friend Lisa. There's this guy who used to ride his bike in our neighborhood in the morning with no shirt on. Yes. And when the kids were at the bus stop, we would totally like be like Woo-hoo, baby yeah. Yeah. yeah one day he rode and he didn't wear his shirt or he had his shirt on and we booed him yeah yeah <laughs> the poor guy doesn't ride in our neighborhood anymore because <laughs> you booed him yes he had like cars at he, three he had on a t-shirt and we're like boo and he's like it's 40 degrees ladies <laughs> Oh my God! So do you? Yeah. How did you find Nick Bosa because of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? Because of the algorithm of social media. Uh, like if I can't I have was, the varsity squad, I'll have the JV squad. Because I was looking up like Travis Kelsey and football and all this stuff. So then the algorithm goes, "Oh, she likes hot guy football players." Puts Nick Bosa in front of me, and I mean. No man has ever stopped me in my tracks like this, and I'm not even a muscle girl. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm down with like the dad bods, right? Okay. And I saw him and those thighs that could crush a watermelon, and I just what Derek is says it looks like a small elephant in his pants. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean that small elephant will get bigger. Oh um, my god! Oh my gosh! So did, what, you, did you hear that? Yeah, I did. So I know the guy <laughs> guys, and that, I'm just speaking from my old days of remembering this. But guys, we were always. You you know, infa- apparently, infatuated with breasts. Mm-hmm. So Still then, are. so then that's so the day of the uh, plastic surgery came in. It was like, oh my god, look at this! Mm-hmm. What does a woman look at first and foremost? Is it the junk? Is it the, <laughs> no? Is, the is junk it the is thighs? Eric, it's the eyes. Is it the eyes? Every girl. Because we never heard what the girls are looking at. We always thought the girls were just annoyed with us. Every girl is different. Every girl, I'm big on like shoulders, like wide shoulders and arms. Like that's super hot to me. Um, You know, then that's like the main thing. Like that's always what I'm Yeah, girls are different. Where guys have always been known to be boobs. Girls are completely different in what we like. And it's not that guys are into boobs, but if you see a chick walking down the street and she's got melons, you're like, what the? You guys are. And then you go to what you like, like the eyes and the boobs. You guys are into boobs. You get turned on by photos of boobs. Girls don't get turned on by um, Vic pics, as you said. No, we don't. No girl girl on the planet has gotten one of those and go, oh, damn. Like, I got it. No. Yeah. Uh uh. It's, It's the person and attached to it like mm-hmm. so when you get when a guy sends you one of those pictures it's like when a cat brings you a dead mouse it's like i know you're proud of it but i'm not going to touch it like take that away there's, there's your bosa and another close-up pic yeah does that work for you can you see that um i can only see part of it because there's like a little thing in front of my screen but i mean i i've got plenty of photos of him <laughs> on my phone <laughs> he's about to be uh, my screensaver so what are you going to do so that's what your you, type what are you going to no. do not at all. Oh, Bosa's oh, come on. No, are you kidding me? Well, no, we no. have a surprise for you. Bring him in. <laughs> there he is. He's coming in the door. No, no. I am. I like. If I had a type, it would be like country guys, beards, trucks, country music. He like, has a truck. He's got a beard. He's got abs too. Yeah, well, and he has a cow. I, honest to God, pocket. I don't think that I could ever date a guy that in shape. It would just be, what? Yeah. yeah. That's like me saying I could never play a, a 1959 Les Paul. 
I have no idea good. how you're relating those two. Okay. But, <laughs> okay, but, I, but I agree. I so never, good. As, when I was younger, especially, I liked a nice looking guy with a nice butt and a good chin. Mm-hmm. But oh, I, yeah, the jawline. Yeah, the jawline and mm-hmm. the butt. But I didn't care if they were ripped, ripped, because two right. things, that meant they were in the gym more than they wanted to be with mm-hmm. me. No, I didn't like that. I, I did know this, too. I needed to give you this update. I found out last week, Nick Bosa's uncle is mob boss. Uh, Tony Accardo from Chicago. If you look it up, this is going to be... And did you know... Yeah, and Nick has a brother. Do you know about his brother, Joey? No, but I I know that they all... His whole family plays. Well, Nick... Well, they're... Their grandfather Tony Accardo, you look him up. He uh, he was the man in Chicago. So their oh. their crime. They're, I don't say crime. They were. Let's, you know, yeah, watch out. You don't want a horse in your head. Yeah, no, you yeah. don't. In your bed, <laughs> uh, but you need to check out Joey Bosa. Okay, as well. Joey is Nick's brother, and those two boys together they were Ohio State guys and. Uh, Joey looks exactly like him, so you have double your fun. Well, Joey, and then, and then I heard him talk. He's got like an IQ of seven. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you've ever heard, somebody's got to have a clip out there of like Joey Bosa talking over and over and over again. Yeah. It's just his voice. It just sounds like, you know, kind of cartoonish. Or Nick Bosa. Yeah. Joey's his brother. Yeah. Joey's his brother, and then they, so they got mob connections. So, yeah, the family that I married into, you know, my ex-husband's like the youngest of nine in an Italian family, and they have ties to the mob. And I thought you could joke about it, and apparently yeah. you cannot. No, so no, yeah. you can't. That's I why I stopped that, myself. I learned that really early on yeah. in the marriage. So yeah. wow. whenever we were like at a restaurant, and they're like, this is so-and-so, I'm like, oh, my God, he's the one whose grandpa's in the yeah. mafia, right? Yeah. And they're like, shut up. Yeah. His nickname is the meatball. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever when you, when did you start becoming attracted to guys like in the eighties? Did you look at Bon Jovi and go oh, Dream Boy, or was it or was it Backstreet Boys dudes? It was. So I developed late. I was a tomboy. Yeah. Like back when all my friends were like wanting to make out with boys, I was yeah. like, ooh, like no, like I want to go play kickball with them, or you know. Yeah. So I definitely it was like later in high school when I started liking boys. But I've always I've never not dated a hockey player. Yeah. <laughs> so that's always been okay. Like literally every single boyfriend I've had since I was. 13. What is it about hockey that you think is so attractive? <laughs> and you love hockey. Your kids hockey. play hockey. Your All son, three. your daughters. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they play. I yeah. would have played hockey. I didn't have the opportunity because yeah. there weren't girls. And my mom's like, no, you can't play field, hockey. Field hockey? Uh, no, I wanted to play ice hockey. Okay. Um, so I did figure skating instead. And so through figure skating, I got to know all the hockey players. Yeah. And it's just, I think it's just the greatest sport of all time. Okay. And I think that the guys that, that actually, come from NASA hockey. Did a, NASA did a study. It's actually football. But go ahead. I it's, heard, not, I heard. Actually, Kelly, it's not. We had Kelly on the edge. And the first time she was on the edge because she was holding her own with Reed Lowe, former oh. prison forcer. <laughs> Being, yes. Reed was yeah. sticking up I'll for the hockeyist, out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. the hockey association in Missouri, yeah. and something that had happened with Francis mm-hmm. Howell's high school. Yeah. So that's when Kelly made her debut yeah. on the edge was talking hockey yeah. as yeah. a hockey mom. I was trying to talk hockey, but he was not having a conversation with me because I'm a female. Instead, he was just going, yeah. oh, now I'm so crazy. Yeah. Like I hate men that can't yeah. argue with women. Yeah. Uh, it makes me insane. But anyway, yeah. hockey is a great sport, and the men that come from it are fantastic because there's such family guys you know they grow up in these small towns and when you're a hockey family you are with your parents all the time it's not like basketball where you pull up drop your kid off and come back i mean Mm -hmm. we are in the car for an hour we're at the rink for an hour we're driving home for an hour and and it's a family thing my daughter's been drugged all their brother's games so now they play hockey and yeah and it's truly like like a culture of 
just really great boys and yeah. I, I just I've always been attracted to like good guys like yeah. calm guys I, I feel like with hockey players they get it all out on the ice mm-hmm. you know they come off the ice and they're big teddy bears yeah. I kind of don't feel the same way about like other sports like yeah. football and stuff I feel mm-hmm. like they're still kind of like yeah. like off the off the field and there's just something really spe- like special to ho- like I walk in I smell the rink and I'm like oh my god I agree with you that love the smell but yeah I agree with everything you I said. totally agree with that yeah during COVID like that was the longest time in my life I had not been in an ice rink it was like three months and I just remember being like oh my god I just want to smell it I just want to go in I just want you know yeah so I love it all my kids play um a lot and, of Canadians, eh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but that is true. I think it's a stigma that is now down. Like, I have a 14-year-old that was asked to homecoming, and she didn't want to go with him. Mm-hmm. And I said, why not? She goes, there's two, two strikes against him. And I said, what? She goes, the first one, he's a football player. I want him to be smart. And I was like, what? Whoa! Whoa! Watch out! And I said, I go, whoa. I said, there's a lot of smart football players. She goes, not really. Not really. <laughs> I'm with your daughter. <laughs> so she said, if he was, if he played hockey or even track or whatever, I would have. But she told him no. Wow, oh, bougie. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Kelly, <laughs> being talking with Kelly Mono, the social media superstar influencer. Um, you're very popular. You didn't set out to be this way, but you became that way because your content is great. You're funny. You're a comedian. You're relatable. You're a mom, and you go through life like the rest of us—the highs mm-hmm. and the lows and the ups and downs. Okay, so now you're single. And even when you weren't single, you would get lots of requests online, right? Yeah. You've brought this up to us before. Um, am I allowed to show or not? You, I would not show the photos of the guys who... What are you going to... Are you going to send the... Um, I have the comment. I have the inbox. Yeah, I sent in some screenshots. Kelly sent me the inbox oh. of guys hitting on her. Now... Mm. And these are like, these are like... You can see, you can't really see their pictures and it doesn't, it just says their first names. That's fine. Okay. And I'd rather just hear the message. Yeah, just read it. Have Eric read it. Have well, you, we've got copies it? to... Well, can we... When Greg pops one up, we'll go ahead and do I want to I mean, sure. are they all sexy or are they all... Well, kinda... I mean, there's one guy who, like, no matter what I post during the day, he'll make it sexual and send something to me, but it's like 20 times a day. And I've got like 10 of those people. And it sucks because I don't even want to open their stuff and I don't if I realize who it is, but then I can't open, like, my fan mail, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and stuff like that. And so, yeah. like, one day I was showing muffins. I had made on Instagram and then he sent me something super perverted about a muffin and then like just anything I talk about and it's like I don't know how to get rid of them because if you if you respond to them then that's going to get them all excited and if you (laughs) if you uh, if you block them then they're going to get more excited and they're going to make another account do you think these guys really think these lines are going to work that's what I would love to know Uh like does he really think that that when he's like I'll butter your muffin that I'm like oh damn butter your muffin I'll meet you at Applebee's in 10 minutes yeah yeah That, well, I'll start to read them, and Here then we go. Greg may catch up with us. Do we, do we even watch Chikawawa music? Or anyway, go ahead. Um, Let's see this. Billy says, your teeth are so white. <laughs> it's the guy they asked me if I had dentures. They look like dentures. <laughs> you could use it's, that in one of your testimonials. He goes, it's okay if they are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he wanted to know if my teeth... My teeth are not dentures. They're all real. Um, we also have somebody that says... Your muffin looks delicious. Your what? Please send me pics of your muffin. I was just, I was literally just baking blueberry muffins. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Uh, Also, I would have taken you, oh, to the bathroom 
and filled you with endorphins, no drugs needed. Oh, what? That, Damn! That was when wow. I was said that I was scared of flying, I think. And yeah, I mean, but it's like, this is all day. Yeah. I mean, anything I post, and yeah. I've got like 10 guys like this, and yeah. Um, you also had a guy, you make it sound like sucking big donkey balls is a bad thing, LOL, and then he has a bunch of lollipops. Yeah, no, because I probably said, oh, that sucks donkey balls, because yeah. that's something I say a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can I learn to read your lips? It's just, it's like almost harassment at this yeah. point, but like there's, there's nothing I can do. And I mean, I don't care. I just, I'm tired of it. I need to change my phone number for yeah. sure because um, there's people like, because I ran a business before and because I use my real name, like my, my number's pretty easy to find. So I get yeah. interesting phone calls and mm -hmm. I had a full blown like stalker about two years ago. Yeah. But then he almost had to get a restraining order against me. Because you came after him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you bet <laughs> the, your ass. The chick with the ARs in the back again, Dad. So I... <laughs> this this poor guy, he, he would call me every night, mm -hmm. and he would say all these terrible things, and... Um, and he would, he, so he would call me every night around the same time. And this one time, like, I always knew his phone call was coming, and the phone rang for, like, half a ring and hung up. Yeah. And I got his number. Yeah. Ooh. I was like, sweet. I know that's him. Oh. So it took me all of like an hour to yeah. do complete detective work. I had his phone number. Then I had his name. Yeah. Then I had where he worked. I had where his mom lived. I had where his kids went to school. Yeah. I went online and pulled a photo of his house off of like Google Maps. Yeah. But then I edited out the, the text to make it look like, like I had taken the photo. Right. And so I called him and I said, here's your name. Here's where you live. Here's where your kids are. And yeah. I'm in front of your house. I'm going to burn this down while yeah. you're sleeping. Yeah. And he, I sent him that photo and he thought I was outside of his house. Nice. And he was too <laughs> stupid to, to realize that I pulled it off of the street view of Google Maps and just yeah. sort of, you know, edited it a little bit. Um, so, you know, if I knew who these guys were, I mean. Are you big enough to where you have a team of people that can field for some of this stuff? Though? No, I mean, I could. I could hire somebody. I'm not nearly as famous as you guys think I I am. I'm really not. <laughs> well, it's 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 exponential going up, and it's it's going mm -hmm. to, it's going to happen to the point where someone you know you're going to be famous in Israel yeah. and in <laughs> Germany and in China and all over the world eventually. Yeah, it just so. sucks because in the real life I would like knock these guys out and put yeah. them in their place, but I yeah. can't, you know, because they're 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 on the on the internet, and it's just all day. So what is the what's the latest with you and your ex husband? Because the last time I heard you guys just kind of decided to. Kind of move into different rooms. Are you guys still yeah. doing yeah. that? Is that going well? Yeah. No, he's my best friend. Um, he lives in a, a separate bedroom in the house. He probably will move out eventually whenever it feels natural for him. Um, he's got a super awesome like social life. Like He likes people. Mm -hmm. So he goes out and he goes on dates and he, he yeah. goes and he does stuff. And I stay home and watch murder shows yeah. and make Taylor Swift bracelets. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, No, he, I'm taking him to kiss. Um, yeah. To meet Jim, Gene Simmons, yeah, because oh, I get awesome. to take somebody, so yeah. I get like ex wife of the year award for that. Yeah, so, have you been on a date yet? Oh no, I won't date. You won't take that. Mm -mm. Well, you said that last time. No. What about him? Has he been on a date? Oh yeah, no, he goes on dates. He does. Uh huh. So he, you, you guys are in the don't ask, don't tell kind of phase, right? Well, I mean, he knows until that, like, it's time to like, introduce the kids, so, yeah. right? Which would be a long time coming because yeah. he, he knows how protective I am of 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 the kids and what goes on inside. That our relationship house. would change if he showed up next week with somebody and said, "I'm ready to introduce somebody to the kids." Mm, I don't think he'd have the balls to do that this day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's still got me to deal with. Yeah. So like, I, I and also he has the kids in mind first too. Like, I mean, it, it's not like. It's just not like that. We we just put the kids first, and that's all that's important. Yeah. And I told him, I'm like, I don't want to meet anybody unless they're 
important if this is someone you're going to be with long term then sure like absolutely uh, like let's meet them let's start getting to know each other give me a sister wife you know (laughs) (laughs) i'm down with it but i just um at this time in my life i have i have nothing to give anyone i i have i have no time to give anyone Mm -hmm. and i don't i have things that i want to do for myself when you've been married for 20 years Mm -hmm. and together for 22 years so for 22 years you know i've had to make a decision with somebody else do you want to go out of town do you want to buy this car do you want to go to like every i've not been able to make any decisions on my own still hard to do that like if you want to go to the car dealership are you like where's oh wait a minute i don't even need him there's an adjustment because i i bought all of our cars i handle salesmen he doesn't he's he's very passive and like kind yeah um so i've always i mean like i do i don't need a man for anything like we all know this like literally quite literally i don't need a man for anything so if i ever do have a boyfriend it's going to be because i want him in my life not because i need him maybe that's how taylor swift is that is how taylor swift is and that's 100 percent yeah that's why i'm starting to believe it yeah that's what i know i think i think that yeah it's a a real thing it's and if it works out it's going to be you know what's something we never talked to you about on fridays a lot of times we do paranormal Oh, God. Are you into paranormal stuff? I grew up in a house where a man was murdered, and okay. he haunted our entire house. Okay, oh, you've got... Look. Here we go. You've got... Oh, it. my God. Can you, do you feel comfortable enough telling this story? Mm-hmm. Because on Fridays, we're we kind of free-for-all, and a lot of times, we do paranormal. <sighs> and it is October. And, and as it we is. tell you this, and we did a ghost show last mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. Eric and Lizzie both lived in the same house, and it was a haunted house. Not together, but at different times. We went to high school together. We told and the then, story last week. Yeah, so, and, and that's weird. It, it is so weird. And then when we started working together again, I hear him talking about the same house. And I'm like, what? And we've got quite a story. You didn't live in the same house, did you? Where was your no, house? No, I was Walter in Granite Scott. City. Granite City. Oh my God, you guys lived in... So was your house haunted by... A person or just do you not know it has some weird things going on there it sounds like it's a person to me even though yeah. i didn't live there we knew exactly who our ghost was what happened with your stuff and what would occur so um my dad was a mailman and so in a small town you know everybody but especially being a mailman and he delivered mail on this route and um this woman shot her husband uh in the living room and then came running out of the house to the neighbor saying oh my god i shot my husband and we we were we were role playing he was teaching me how to use a a gun because we had had break-ins in the air something like that i don't know so anyway the house goes on the market for sale and it's really really cheap (laughs) because someone had been killed in it and my dad and mom kind of you know talked and they're like my mom wasn't a big fan of it, my, but my dad's like, it's a great house, it's a great neighborhood, you know, and, and it was an accidental killing and blah, blah, blah. So we move in and like instantly, like just stuff is happening. I specifically would see him all the time. His name was Steve. Um, that was the guy that was killed in there. And like one night I was up with an earache. I was probably like four years old mm-hmm. and I was asking my dad, I'm like, who's that Who's that man in your chair? Oh. And he's like, there, there's no one in that chair. And I'm like, no, he's right there. Who's that man oh. in your chair? And my dad's like, well, what does he look like? Or what is he? And I said, he's got on like a red plaid shirt and he's got blonde hair and he's got on like boots. And my dad's like, boots? And I'm like, yeah, he says they're construction boots because he just got home from work. And my dad's like, okay, you know, went to bed. A couple days later, he saw my neighbor outside who was there with the day that he died. And he said, hey, 
well, like what happened that day and and you know when you found him and he's like oh god i remember like i was yesterday he had just gotten home from work he still had his boots on Ugh. and he had on a red plaid shirt and wow. when she shot it like i had described exactly what he was wearing and told like communicated with him and i would go in the corner and be like pick me up like put my arm how up old there. were you like four or five four years five. old wow. i remember the thing i remember the most is not being able to get babysitters mm-hmm. um or i remember like a babysitter like sitting on the couch with me and my brother like holding our hands like not letting us get up Um, because it turned out she murdered him and it went into this gigantic once we lived in the house this huge trial opened up right about it Um, and then there was all this turmoil and once we knew he had been murdered but he was like a friendly ghost we my parents one day had we had this closet we got in and out of every single day and my parents went in there one time and there was a freaking like oil like self-drawn portrait of the guy like and his name was like signed to it and it was like you wouldn't just be sitting there and go like like, oh, I think, I, is that footsteps upstairs? It's like, oh no, those are footsteps. Like, you could just hear things plain as day. Yeah. We ended up moving because of it. So what's the what's the status with the house now? So, I mean, people live in it now. We went and um, they don't have any trouble with, with the ghost. Now, she, I think she died or went to jail. Something happened. I think that's when the haunting, that's when the haunting that scared stopped. The, the- I don't what know. What was I that? Know. That was another video that Good we're going to show. Good God, don't <laughs> ever do that again. Not when we're talking about freaking ghosts. Right. Oh, my gosh. That is, <sighs> that is an interesting story. My heart the stopped. Kids doesn't, but like the kids are the ones that, that can see it. Yes. And, and animals. And so the people who live there now, um, they, they said, no. There's if there's, no, if there's, there's only one way to believe in ghosts, mm-hmm. one way, mm-hmm. you watch the TikTok videos of the dogs freaking out at something. Yeah. Or... The or, well, not so much the orbs. I'm, I wouldn't say that's the definitive. But a little kid like you, mm-hmm. two years yes. old, three years mm-hmm. old, going like this on camera, yeah. going, what are you doing? Yeah. To this day, I have a 100% accurate like spidey sense. I can walk in a house, and my whole body just knows it's haunted. You what just gave me chills when you said that. Give yeah. me one right now where you walk in, and you're like, well, this isn't right. Give me. It, there have been places that I've worked, Yeah. Um, you know, where, like, you know, just, and I don't even know if things have happened there. But even, like, I've gone to friends houses before yeah and been like spending the night there as a teenager and being like i gotta get out of here yeah. this house is haunted like i could probably be like some kind of psychic if i tapped into it because mm-hmm. I, it, it's there naturally and i can tell you mm-hmm. i can walk in a house and tell you uh uh-uh, this well, house you know is it's haunted. interesting just yesterday or last night olivia newton john's daughter mm-hmm. um she's an actress she said that olivia newton john said she would always come back in spirit mm-hmm. her daughter says she has appeared six times stop it as a blue orb yeah i mean and wow. she said that she and that olivia died it was about a year ago 73 mm-hmm. breast cancer and her daughter says she like looks forward to it now when it happens because she says she gets this sense over her body of a calmness and a peace mm-hmm. that she hasn't had since she was a child. Man. Yeah, it, it, it is a calming thing. One thing that was always hectic in our household growing up that was haunted was our lights would always short out and like even our light bulbs would just explode. Yeah. Like we would be sitting there and like the lights would just short out and it would go out. And I remember one day sitting there and my, the, the closet light, you know, back in the 90s, you had those string lights that you pulled. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there and all of a sudden my closet light goes off and I look over and that string is just swinging. Oh my God. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I need to go home. I don't home. like this. Well, I'm anymore. telling you, if, you, if yeah. you, it's a whole can of worms <laughs> with sorry, me. you lived in it. So I, yeah. We did we live know, in it. When, well, here's something that might make you think there's no such thing as ghosts. Stop it. I know where you're going. There, there are, but go ahead. Okay. 
when a ghost, when a person dies and you saw the cat in the chair with the boots, do you still think he had the the uh, Macy's label on it? How do, how do ghosts have how do ghosts have clothes? Do the clothes that they're, they're never wearing naked become spiritualized and then brought over to the other side? Every day when I wake up and put on my outfit, I think if I died today, this uh, is going to be my seri- ghost outfit yeah, forever. This is not meant question. to be silly. This is not meant. This is something that still to this day freaks me out. I saw a lady at the top of the stairs in period clothing. She looked like she was from the Civil War. I was like, how did the clothes get over there? Well, I think that the clothes are sort of like they're not like brightly. Like everything else, I mean, ghosts aren't like they—they they don't appear as like real in front of you. I—I not- I have a story of a, of a guy, a little kid from Bell Reve Elementary School, mm-hmm. way back in the day. They said he saw a ghost in his hallway, and he had a top hat on, some kind of a top hat. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think that was the day I go, how the hell did the top hat... I wonder if the logo is still on that top hat. Yeah, but that's how you think. I know, but it's a, it's, yeah. a, it's a legitimate thought. It's he, like it's not, it's like Einstein. Did he think about that kind of stuff? I don't know, but have you guys ever heard of... Um, God, I hate even talking about it. Have you guys Here ever Have you guys ever heard of sleep paralysis? I, yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, Were you... Yes, yes. Okay, so I have sleep paralysis, and it is... The worst thing you ever have in your entire life. Okay. Nothing is scarier. Are you awake at that time? Oh, yes, and you think you're dying. So basically, okay. sleep paralysis is when you wake up yeah. and your mind is 100% awake, but your body can't move. Okay. And I mean, you can do anything you want. Your body is paralyzed. And anytime it happens, something bad is happening in the room gotcha. that, that you can't fight off, that you can't you can't get to. Is that neurological? I think is so. They, they, they say a lot of it is stress-related. Yeah. Um, I won't sleep on my back because... It, Every time it's happened to me, I sleep on my back. Yeah. Um, but it feels like a like a spirit has taken over your body. I mean, literally, it feels like I weigh five hundred pounds. Everything is sweating. I can't. You know, I can't. The first thing time it happened, I almost checked myself into a psych ward yeah. because I'm like, what the heck? And nowadays, now that we have Google and stuff, and I, like anyone who has sleep paralysis does not like talking about it. But Is it, it like sleepwalking? It has no. to. Be, it has to be the same mechanism. You are wide awake, and your entire body is paralyzed. You can't lift a finger. Mm. The most you can do. I remember one time having it and thinking, if if I can breathe, like really loud, maybe it'll wake up Jimmy. And, and like, there's just nothing you can do, yeah. and there's bad, bad stuff going on in oh, the room. We're gonna bring you back on to talk more about. We that. could do a. I it's a like whole show. It's a like whole that. show. Well, now we know more about you from that standpoint. Mm. Uh, Lizzie just moved over for a second because mm-hmm. we have Kevin Malutnik in. He owns Strategic Air Services, uh, where we broadcast live out of. How you been, my friend? Good to see you back. Good. Um, the one thing, but holy crap! I just got an update. What is the FAA doing? Because you know more about flying and airplanes than anybody I've met in my entire life. And if there, and I guess we got an update of what's going on. Uh, we just got notified by the FAA and the airport that uh, I guess because of the situation going on in the Middle East right mm-hmm. now, um, that their the terror alert was just raised for aviation to uh, red to high risk. To high risk today for us. I, wow. I don't know if it's just for today. I don't know how Is it because of the former Hamas leader saying that there today there needs to be a day of Jihad. protest against uh, Israel or Israel backing countries? I I don't know what it's you know what drove it other than what's going on in the world but uh, we have procedures and things that we have to do with airplanes that we haven't had to do since 9/11. What is that? Just just so they know. I just got it today. Okay. I mean, I got it 20 minutes ago. I wonder when the last time we were at red 
uh, for security. The whole country is. I know that aviation is. But like all the airports, like the commercial airports, aviation in general. So are they not Any- flying today? Yeah. No, no, no. It's not. It's not like you're putting the airplanes down and closing the airspace. It's we have to. If airplanes are on the ramp. They have to be locked. You have to have batteries disconnected. There's a lot of things. Like wow. That. So what happens with? Uh, your are planes allowed to go out? Yeah. You yeah, can still just, go out. We just took off, but our guys have procedures on, on at the airports. They have to do when they uh, if they're leaving the aircraft outside. Jeez, all so that's that's uh, until is it like till six o'clock, till eight o'clock, or just in? This isn't definite, so I don't know. I've never even They'll heard come of that. Come back on and tell us. It's the same type of thing that happened before. We're gonna, oh man! Well, I, I tell you, have you seen anything like this? When's the last time you saw something like this? Nine eleven. Oh, That's what I was thinking. Worse than this in nine eleven, you know. I mean, show yeah. the airspace, land wherever you are. Yeah, it's not it's not that, but the high risk and you know them actually telling you about securing the aircraft. You know what's interesting too is the fact that I told Kelly she needed to talk to you because Kelly was on an airplane recently. When was the last time you were on an airplane before? <laughs> I thought Kelly could. You two should hook up from a business standpoint because she has millions and millions of followers and lots of people in St. Louis about the wonderful ride she could have going through strategic air services. <laughs> we talked about this on air. I was curious. You, you've you always had a, a fear of flying, right? Not always, but as an adult, yeah. I just think if God wanted us to fly, he would have given us wings and like putting us in these tubes in the sky doesn't make sense in my brain. Um, and also, like I, they don't let me fly it. If I, could, if I could fly the plane, I wouldn't be scared. But the fact that I'm putting my life in someone else's hands is what, freaks me out but i had to fly um a week and a half ago it just takes a lot of drugs well, a lot you, of drugs you drove here right yep oh god didn't intend you to drive i know he didn't yeah <laughs> that's a good point but, but I, <laughs> I have some control over that vehicle I, and if there's an accident i can climb out the wind i can make my own decisions if there's an emergency when you're up in an airplane you're a rat in a cage not I mean, really you're just well there's a lot of training that takes place yes for people who are required they don't have very much training to drive a car here um, yeah oh trust me i always go find the pilot <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and introduce myself and and look at him and think as long as you don't meet him in the bar before he gets in the airplane. You're exactly. <laughs> well, the next time you the fly, 70s. or when one of these companies uh-huh. want to fly, you need to give Kevin a call. Let me know, and we'll hook you up with Kevin. And then they can make sure you get to wherever you need to go, and you can fly private, and you have all that area to yourself. True story. And then I can take the real good drugs because I, I can just pass out, right? Or, I can go to sleep. Or you can not take the drugs and learn to fly yourself. There you go. I actually have any fl- monkey can fly. I know I've flown I mean, a plane. Eric, so Eric can. my my <laughs> I just slam myself. <laughs> It's the landing that sucks. My longtime uh, college boyfriend was a pilot. So we would go up in Cessnas all the time. He would let me fly. We would do negative Gs and be like, wee. And then it was like once I became an adult um, and like had responsibility and was more aware of like all the bad things that go on in the world, that's when I started. I I became a control freak, basically. So, but yeah, I've flown planes. I've flown Cessnas. I've, you know, I was fearless back then. But now. So I think it's more that you hate people. That too. I mean, it I, is. There's no worse place to be if you hate people. No, that's why I have nothing to do with the airlines. Yeah, you don't yeah. know who those people are that you hate in the back of the airplane. Yes, at least in ours, you know everyone. Is that the worst walk? Is is the 20 feet from the inner entrance of the plane to where you're going to be, who you're going to be sitting by for the next few hours? So, is that the worst? So when I fly airline, I, I only fly Southwest. Yeah. So you're in boarding group number A. And, and you get in boarding group A, and yeah. you sit down in the middle seat. 
in the middle seat. In the middle seat, and you grab a six sack. Yeah. And you rub your head. Yeah. And then you hold it open. Nobody will sit by you. <laughs> <laughs> you got the whole road is this real? You have done this before? All the time. Sounds Randy, like a Randy good plan. Yeah, it works. Yeah. I mean, I had a window seat both times, so yeah. I just, being small, yeah. I could just curl up and just go to sleep in like a ball, like, you know. Yeah. How do big people fly, by the way? It Vic, sucks. How do you fly? It sucks. It sucks. Well, yeah. Commercial. I'm five feet tall, and it was awful yeah. like i had no room i had nowhere to put my feet and then that's why i finally just scrunched up and i thought if i were a normal size person no way would i get on an air like where do your legs go vic where do you put they them? sit right in front of you they're cramped they yeah. they bend do you man spread if i can okay not if you're next to me because i'll knock your knee out but yeah i'm polite i'm not putting past well you've got you know you've got your your imaginary line from where the no that that's crossed all the time if you start by sitting in the center and you put your arms out nobody wants to sit by a fat guy that's sweaty holding a six sack (laughs) i mean you got a point you got a point uh, this is the best commercial for SAS I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, well, you're, you got now you're hooked you up. Go. So when you're ready to go to Kiss in Europe, yeah. Well, the problem was on the flight back. You know, I get to the airport, take my drugs, yeah. and then my flight got delayed, and yeah. then I missed my connecting flight in the other part of the, and the next up. airport. Oh yeah, and yeah. then that one got. I was in an airport for like twelve hours, and I was on another planet. Like, thank God I had a, a like a lady with me helping me, a yeah. friend of mine and she's the one that went and handled the whole like our flight got canceled now we're on this mm-hmm. flight so here's our new boarding pass i can't do all that yeah that's but what this, overwhelmed this is going to be your new ticket it is you're going to fly private you're going to have a business relationship <clears throat> with strategic air services and all these people that want to fly Ooh. you around the country will hook you up and they'll go through strategic yeah. do you have any planes i can jump out of i love skydiving <laughs> <laughs> she got the four the four twenty one. Afraid to fly on the airplane. What? Want to jump out of one? Yes. Exactly. That makes oh no my sense. Get me to altitude, and then I'll take it from there. Every time I've been skydiving, which was just another time a couple years ago, the whole flight up there, I feel like I'm going to throw up. I just want to jump out of that plane so bad. You know, the skydiving airplanes are probably the most dangerous airplanes. Exactly. <laughs> it was like yeah, exactly. It was like going up in a cardboard box. Yeah, and they shake and rattle. Oh, and it was stuff. awful. The weight and balance is never right on takeoff. No, <laughs> and then they, and then they open that door, and it's like no no part of your brain, no matter how brave you are, like your brain is gonna fight jumping out of an airplane. Yeah. Like you have to push past that, and then they open like you realize like you've never been in a plane with the door open before. Like like you know they open that door and it's like oh my god, and then but yeah I've been skydiving in like cow outfits and you know. <laughs> jump out of a plane all day every day. It had to be on DC show. I can't No, admit. it was on TikTok when I hit a million. When I hit a million followers, <laughs> yeah. I went skydiving on TikTok live. In a cow. In, a, in cow. a cow costume. Outstanding. That's not very aerodynamic, you would think. No, it wasn't, but it worked. It kept me warm. And <laughs> and then also the person I'm clipped to, I'm always like, who are you? Do you have kids? Like, are you a parent? I will, I will not jump with anybody mm-hmm. who's not a parent. Have yeah. you jumped out of a plane, Kevin? I, I have. I have, but I wouldn't jump out connected to somebody so i went through the training oh yeah through the static line, oh my the god football, so i do it myself because i'm a control freak but you have to go your first time with somebody no you wow static line so what static line is is you do all your training on the ground mm-hmm. and then you go up lower and you're connected to the airplane and that's it crazy you. like the military members yeah and you do that for so many go so that's go i, I don't so try yeah people that i'm connected to so i 
See, I didn't know that was an option because I've looked into like getting enough jumps where I can jump by myself. Um, and I would love to do that. But then like I just know my crazy ass. It would become an obsession and I would be jumping out yeah, of planes every weekend. What's wrong with that? That's because fantastic. I have enough going on in my life right now. I don't need I don't need a new hyperfixation. Yeah. So I'm just trying to keep myself in line because I would be <laughs> I would jump out of a plane every single day if they let me. I would be an instructor. You know, I, I, <clears> they <throat> would strap to me. So see, I don't want anybody strapped on me. I, yeah. I, I so how did you learn how to land? You, you, I mean, you're a pilot, kind. It was a weekend thing. I mean, you actually go for a weekend, and by the end of the weekend, yeah. you're free falling. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. The landing's the hardest part. Yeah. That I mean, that, that's the only thing that takes any kind of skill. The the, the most the, the scariest thing for me was you get up there. And the big people always go first. They want to get them off the airplane. So I was always first. I'm like, Jesus Christ, can't I watch somebody? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Oh, no, you're first. Yeah. No, I've told all three of my kids that when they turn 18, I'll take them skydiving. So my, my son is up. He's he's turned 18. He's 19 now. So we're going to, we're, we're in the plans for it. So my kids aren't quite as like hip to do it, no. but I'm like, I'm not going to make them. Have you done bungee jumping? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's worse. It's scary. Bungee jumping is scarier. <laughs> it's worse. It's worse. Bungee jumping feels like you're falling. Yeah. Uh, skydiving does you not. Damn, Kevin, falling. you've done everything. You are falling. <laughs> well, yeah, you are falling when you're yeah. bungee jumping. And so, and also, there's a lot of bungee jumping. It's like on vacation, like some guy named Ricardo is hooking it up. And I'm like, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> at, at least, yeah. like. Ex- True story. These skydiving yeah. places yeah. are like uh, full run businesses, you know, 365 yeah. days a year. Yeah. And again, I've only went skydiving with people who are parents. I don't know why that makes me feel better, but, yeah. you know. Well, Kevin, I'm glad that we had a chance to pull you in here about yeah. this update, man. Thank you so, so much. So what do you see happening? What, is it just get through the day and everything? I don't know if it's the day. I don't know. What's, what, the interesting part is we've got our largest conference in aviation next week. In fact, a lot of people are leaving today to go out to Las Vegas for this conference, and I'm just waiting to see what's going to happen out there because they shut down an airport you've got every airplane you can imagine to go walk through yeah. you know, the convention center so you know they stopped it for two years after 9-11 so don't you think that here's what i i, I know it's aviation you got to be really careful about all this stuff but it's like they have those militants where there's hamas isis whatever don't you think that they have they rule what you can do if they want to have a day of rage aviation is shut down we lose our freedom every time i know that's what i think too what a great point kevin we do i mean look how much freedom we lost after 9-11 exactly we lost freedom we have no freedom going to do i think they're going to do an airplane thing again i don't i think they they did it they proved it yeah there's all of these others they're going to find something else yeah and if we keep the border open it's not and this is a rage against israel too this is a this is not such an american thing it's israel now we're standing up with israel but you know it's like you said it's like if you think that uh, osama didn't win he did every time you go to tsa that's right that's true go to tsa you won they changed our lives yeah and by the way check out kevin's company strategicairservices.net strategicairservices.net you can get everything up to date when it comes to private flying luxury flying. we do it every day we talk about uh the ins and outs the positives um just give them a call find out where you're flying, you never know what kind of plane you're flying, how many people are flying, what kind of prices, and and, and everything. And you'll know your pilots. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. I think I'll, they're trained well. If I ever have to fly again, I I seriously will look into it because yeah. I mean, flying commercial is just the worst thing on the planet. Well, you know what you need to do? Buy a seven oh seven, the one with the with the airlift that goes on the back that goes down. Who is that? DB Cooper, the guy oh, that stole. Gosh. You guys can make and a fortune. Out. 
You can have the D.B. Cooper experience <laughs> at SAS, <laughs> starring <laughs> Kelly Mano. <laughs> <laughs> she yep. could be dressed up as D.B. Cooper and jump out the back of the plane. Come on, man. Yeah. I want to just see Platinum Rock Legends in your everything. Well, I'll do it. My wig will fall off, but it'll be all right. <laughs> Dang. Well, Kevin, keep, keep us right. posted, buddy. Thank you. I, I, again, Kevin Malutnik coming hey, don't in. Don't go anywhere. I got to talk to you after this. So. <laughs> He's going to be serious about it. I'm serious. Okay. I think so the we've D.B. Got the Cooper update. experience. Come on. Who's D.B. Cooper? He's... You don't know. Okay, DB, DB, look up DB Cooper. Back in the '60s, he's a thief. He he basically hijacked an airplane. Oh, and is he the guy that like put a bomb on it and jumped off of it and, and let it crash? And, and, and then the back air stairs went down, and he jumped out of it. Yeah. And to this day, we have no idea where they are. I love those stories. Him and the guys from Alcatraz that escaped are living together somewhere. I don't. Know I thought where. they robbed something. Well, they robbed a bank. Yeah, and then they took off in the plane. Yeah, they, they, there they, was a guy, one of my most favorite. You know, I, I love crime stories and stuff. And there was a bank robber back in like the eighties, and mm -hmm. his, his thing was, he would go in and rob the bank, mm -hmm. and then he would walk out of the bank and and go around the corner and take off his clothes and walk right back in the bank as a customer who had just walked in and was like, "Oh God, what's yeah. going on?" Yeah, uh, and he'd get on the ground with everybody else, yeah. and he's the one who had just robbed it, and he made it like ten years before he got caught Jeez. just by doing that same thing over and over again. Yeah. Because then when they let all the people in the bank go, he goes and grabs that bag that he stashed the clothes and goes home. Yeah, but yeah, he would rob the bank. And then walk right back in. That's genius. Yeah. Yeah. I have not deniable culpability. Only problem is, is he's now a part of every bank robbery in the, yeah. in the region. They, fi <laughs> they finally caught him. Yeah. They finally, I mean, but back in the eighties, nobody kept track of that and yeah. he would do it in different cities. Yeah. And so it was brilliant. I it mean, is. brilliant. Hey, before we get out of here today, I'm, would you want to meet? Nick Bosa by chance? Yes. Oh my God. I got to try. I'm going to try to figure that out. We got to figure out how we can have you and Nick Bosa meet, and then you can then you can hang out with Taylor. You've already you've already you and Kelsey and Taylor and you and and Brittany Mahomes and Brittany Mahomes. Oh my God! Something else. She's got some serious man bitch face. Yes, she does. Well, I'm pretty sure. As much as I would love to meet Nick Bosa, that would be fantastic. But I mean, I would. Still treat him like a piece of meat in person. I'd like slap his ass. So if he's okay with that, what if he says I'm not that kind of guy? Well, I don't care. I mean, like, it's just just a little, right. just a little pop on that that if, big tight butt, that yeah, big thick Eric, meaty butt. Damn, I've never heard Ooh. this language from a woman. <laughs> in oh my, my god. Life. He's got a it's butt. Like he's sex got a, in the city on crack. Oh, he's got like a butt like a black girl, like just like a big, thick, like I like him big. She I like him chunky. Yeah, not lie. Yeah, I don't even like big guys. I don't know what it was about him. I mean, it's just with those thighs. Yeah, and the way he walks, it was that slow motion walk, you mm -hmm. know. But I'm still not over the cup thing. I don't understand why football players don't wear cups because you would hurt your groin. Because when you're getting tackled and your legs fall on each other, a piece of plastic. Yeah, but. Mm. But they make Ouch. them durable Ouch. enough. You They're not going to break you them. You know what? I did wear one for a little bit, and it was called the Duke. The, the Duke. Did you name it personally? <laughs> no. Okay. The brand was the Duke. The Duke. That was a helmet. Are you sure you weren't wearing no. a helmet on your yeah. nuts? So, <laughs> our, I needed a bigger one. <laughs> the fact that, that... Mine was the thimble. But, <laughs> but it was amazing. It was very nice. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you rather have a piece of plastic pushed into your groin than to have your, your balls smashed no. to smithereens no. by, yes. a, by a 300-pound no. lineman? What no, she said. No, no. It, oh does, it doesn't work. The, the so way you fall and hit but oh. you're the only sport that does that like even soccer players are total pussies and they wear cups like i 
I agree. Oh. I can't imagine going on a football field without a mouthpiece no. and a cup. You don't well, wear a cup. In hockey football. players work. Well, I, obviously, because this photo of Nick Bosa, I can see everything, and that's what made me ask. I'm like, <laughs> I assumed football players wore cups, and then as I'm going through Nick nah. Bosa photos, I'm like, whoa, oh. that's his entire wiener. I can see it. <laughs> It is. Uh, the whole wiener. Why can't he, he I see uses his... it as a weapon? Pretty much. <laughs> out of my way. But like, out of my way. My wiener's coming. My wiener's coming. I would think as a oh guy. My God, that's another drop. <laughs> my wiener's coming. My wiener's coming. As I hope a, you save that. Get out of the way of the wiener. But Lizzie. That's another one. If, Just tear up. But if you're a dude, don't you want that kind kind of covered? Because you know, if we can see the whole, you know, the whole no. Frank and Beans, we're gonna judge it. We're gonna zoom in. Nah, we're gonna. You're gonna do that. Anyway. This is the you. You've just, we are living in an alternate reality. I just this found is out the way it is. I know we're doing a little bit long, but I just found out in the last year that women, literally with their friends, have conversations about guys. Parts. Oh, I know. God. Hell yeah. yeah. We're disgusting. Yeah. Did you do that in high They're school? No, I did men. not do that in no. high school. I did not do that in college. When did you start? <laughs> Probably in my 40s. Okay. Women I are dirtier yeah, than men. Yeah, but, but I Eric, didn't prior I, to then. Yeah. I, these women told me, they were all sitting around, and I'm just here going, you're kidding me. No, I, it, like, it, oh yeah, we talk about knew, everything, and we talk about this part, and that it, part, uh-huh. and color. It's a lot about the ex-boyfriends, though. It's when they break up, then it's like, oh, and did I mention? Yeah, <laughs> they don't talk about the current. Women are very... You know, I would say demure about who they're with now, but Correct. if they're not, games off. Boy, his penis was little. Did I, you I know got about a, that? Yeah, I saw some stuff when I was on tour. When I was in touring back in the nineties, I saw some things that oh the road God. crews would do to women that was just like, but the women loved it. Mm-hmm. It was like a mm-hmm. tit and tat kind of a thing. Now it's completely flipped. Yeah, the Welcome girls to are doing it to the guys, yeah. mm-hmm. and the guys. I feel like the guys are offended by it. Good. They How should are you be. offended by it? They should be. Welcome to the world. Surprise guys are funny. No, I know lots of guys that sign up. Yeah. I don't yeah. think so, man. I think there's a lot of guys it's like, Ew. just Ew. women. It's just women taking their power back, basically. That's how I see it. I don't it. think they ever lost it. No, we they really never, never lost did. It. They were women just shy have, about Women it. have never lost power. But no, we do talk about, and again, when you're with somebody, you usually aren't like ragging yeah. on their junk. Correct. It's just Correct. when they're mean to you. So if you're nice to girls, we will say good things about you. Well, junk. girls yeah, well, lie about guys to try to hurt them. I don't thinks maybe if he was a really big jerk but like i don't know i don't know i had a conversation we can't we can't repeat on here but i'm not like a big girl on size that doesn't really matter to me mm-hmm. but like so i would never be like unless he's hung like an elevator button then that's you know see you do have your threshold yeah <laughs> the uh-huh. elevator button threshold uh-huh. is like where <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if i were a guy i would not everybody i would not want everyone to know exactly what my penis looks like through my pants i would wear do you, what do you think that i always thought the same thing in uh la i'd see those girls come with the little pasties on and then the shirt mm-hmm. over i was like what do you what is so you're not leaving anything to the imagination they're proud of it's it all, so, it doesn't even look good to me so here's the thing if you're a guy with a little wiener you probably wear a cup right probably if I you're think so. it has nothing to do with the size of the package it has to do with your legs and getting tackled and falling and hurting your groin. okay but if you're hung like an elevator button and you know you're hung like an elevator button and you play yeah. in the nfl and you're wearing spandex yeah. on 4k television every day yeah. do you cover up well you wear the not guy? that you know that but you all the women are listening now he would it look like he had a, but you wear a jock strap. You just don't Doesn't wear. Doesn't the cup. cup go in the jock strap? Yes, they ha- it can. It's like a sports bra for your nuts. But my, oh, okay. But, <laughs> right? about a mic drop. But, right? my, but my Duke, the Duke, <laughs> the Duke, Duke. Or the thimble. 
The oh. duker would cover it all up. It would like get everything and pull it all back to you. I just could not see as a man like wearing spandex because I mean it's it's not very flattering in certain angles and light and. I wear spandex on stage and I still wear a cup. Just yeah. for that reason, because you just want the smooth bump, like a Ken doll. Like you, you don't, you don't want to. <laughs> like a Ken doll. Yeah, the Ken, yes. like the Ken dolls. Yes. Ken and Barbie. Ken had like a smooth bump. Uh-huh. It leaves a lot to the imagination. If wow. I were a dude, I would not want the whole world seeing my wiener through my pants yeah. on national television. Yeah. No. So that's why I'm. But in, I mean, unless you're really I proud. I hope this goes viral for Nick Bosa. Oh my yeah. God! I am going to start hmm. posting Nick Bosa videos every day. Do you realize that on top of him being this this hot beast of a man that mm-hmm. you talk about? He's also one of the most fierce competitors and one of the baddest mojos in the NFL. Oh, see, now no, I just want to marry him. Uh, see, she yeah. would date him. See, she <clears throat> said she wouldn't date, but Nick, Mm-mm. you make that happen, she's going to go on a date. Yep, I Somebody bet. know Nick, just so superstar Kelly Mano on social media can yeah. meet you. Uh, it would kind of be like... Taylor Swift and what she's doing for <laughs> Travis's career. Mm-hmm. Kelly could do this on social media for you now. That is not a lie. Except I, it's I, not I, a lie, dude. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. I think that Nick Bosa could probably do a little better than like a middle-aged chubby lady in the Midwest, but I would still love to meet him just because he's super hot and like I don't know. Just I you don't make like you just don't get a body like that. Like I said, it's like given to you by God. Mm, you don't you make weights. quads like that in the weight room. Yeah, no, it, they yeah. are given to you. They are yeah. given to you. Like, like Zeus creates you. Mm-hmm. And so I'm gonna post uh, if you guys follow me at Kelly Miano on any of my social medias. I'm probably gonna be posting at least like a Nick Bosa video a day for like the next couple weeks. Because when right. I when yeah. I discovered him, there were all these videos of him. People make edit clips of him and stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's endless content. Yeah, and he is a nice piece of man meat to look at well we appreciate you coming in today with us kelly thank you so much by the next time we see you it's two weeks from today so you will have been to the kiss concert yes and we'll t- we'll review we'll and maybe she'll have a date by then too from nick well we'll see who knows yeah. he's in season it's it's more difficult yeah they're, they're a little busy right now they are. so after season around you know Christmas maybe time. we'll see but i'm a happens. new football fan there you go uh greg <clears throat> great job uh, for Projo, who's here? Kelly Mano, Eric Johnson. Are you, is Platinum Rock Legends playing anywhere this weekend? Yes, Bottleneck tomorrow night. Bottleneck tomorrow night. Go check out Eric. Mm. Uh, maybe if you get really good with Kelly, she could really blow you guys Actually, uh, tomorrow night there is uh, Kevin, who was just here, has a friend named Tori that's going to be oh, yeah, Tori play, Allen. playing violin with us. On oh, oh, that's cool. Sweet child. That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. I, I don't even have any idea how that's going to sound. That's going to be great. No, I think it'd be fantastic. It's going to take a song that I absolutely hate and to one I love. And Lizzie Sparks, it. I'm Vic Faust. By the way, Mr. Pool Guy would love it if there's any way you could follow him on TikTok. He creates all of our merchandise. Look for him, Mr. Pool Guy. Okay, yeah, I'll follow anybody. He loves you. He's on our show all the time. Okay. Mr. Pool Guy. And Mr. Pool Guy is going to be in Cottleville at St. Joe's selling his merchandise. All right, there you go, guys. Mm-hmm. Cancelthesshow.com. We appreciate you joining us today. We will catch up with you on Monday. And also, a special thanks to Kevin Malunik, owner of Strategic Air Services, who jumped in to tell us about the red alert for the aviation industry, including what we're getting updates now for airports closed. Yes, there's airports closing. Wow. Keep your head on a swivel, everybody. We love you.